is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. Parents are becoming more desperate to find food to feed their babies. He needs formula. I just don't understand why it's taking so long. Lawmakers in Washington have just announced new action to get more product back on store shelves. Correspondent Scott McFarland. Here on Capitol Hill, the U.S. House Oversight Committee has sent letters to the four major manufacturers of formula. Abbott, Nestle, Mead Johnson, and Perigo asking what they're doing to address the shortage and saying it's a threat to the economic security of families. In Moscow, the NBA star Brittany Griner led out of court after she found out she would not be getting out of detention. Correspondent Cammie McCormick. Griner's lawyer says her pretrial detention in Russia has been extended by a month, but he was optimistic her trial could start soon. The two-time Olympic gold medalist was detained at an airport in Moscow after vape cartridges with oil derived from cannabis were allegedly found in her luggage that could carry a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. Now to South Dakota. A massive dust storm blew through Sioux Falls, damaging homes, downing trees and power lines. This man caught some of it on cell phone video. 80 mile an hour winds picking up dust out of town, bringing it to my house. Here we go. At least one person was killed. Elon Musk says he's still committed to buying Twitter after making a new move this morning. CBS's Stacey Lynn. He put the pause button on the deal pending details on spam and fake accounts that Twitter says made up fewer than 5% of monetizable daily active users in the first quarter. He's skeptical of that number and thinks there are more inauthentic accounts than that on the platform. He wants the numbers looked over and in the meantime, the deal is on hold. Bitcoin's bounce back, it's above $30,000 now. Europeans don't seem to be getting the message about sunscreen. Here's CBS's Michael George. A new survey finds more than 7 million Europeans are estimated to have skin cancer, despite it being the most preventable form of the disease. Leading dermatologists in Europe say more education is needed to help people make safer skin choices, including the use of sun protection to block ultraviolet rays. In the United Kingdom... Queen Elizabeth made a surprise appearance, smiling and waving from the backseat of her Range Rover at a horse show on private grounds at Windsor Castle. Three of her horses are taking part. The 96-year-old missed the state opening of Parliament this week because of what the palace called mobility issues. She sent her son, Prince Charles, to read her statement. The Dow Up, 272. This is CBS News. Find your next great hire with Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in the same place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. These days, it's getting harder and harder to find savings. But you may have more cash than you realize in your home's equity. Unlock it today with a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage. In the last year, average home values have gone up nearly 20%. That means you could unlock thousands of dollars from your home. And with Rocket Mortgage, you could get all that cash in as little as three weeks. Put your hard-earned money to work. Pay down high-interest debt and combine your balances into one simple low monthly payment. Now is your perfect opportunity to take control of your financial future. So what are you waiting for? When you want to consolidate debt and simplify your finances, Rocket can. Call 8338-ROCKET today or go to rocketmortgage.com to get started. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rocket. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender license in all 50 states. NMLS Consumer Access. Number 3030. Call 800-490-1233 for disclosures and cost information. 
Morning, everybody. Very foggy and very misty out there this morning. The roads are a little damp. Please keep your speeds down. Uh, those morning clouds and fog will give way to partial clearing. It's going to be warm and muggy today. 68 for the shoreline, but 80 degrees inland. Tonight becoming mostly cloudy, continued mild, 62. Tomorrow, a mixture of sun and clouds, chance for a shower, especially late in the day and at night. It'll be warm and humid tomorrow. 70 for the shoreline, 81 degrees inland. And then Sunday, a mixture of sun and clouds, chance for a late day shower, warm and humid. 72 for the shoreline, 83 degrees inland. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy weekend. 69 in Norwich, 61 in New London. Good morning, I'm Marty Hausberger. The New London Housing Authority has suspended its finance and human resources manager who's in trouble from her previous job. The day has obtained an email informing authority commissioners that Patty DeJoya Everett has been suspended in the wake of accusations she misused an authority credit card when she worked for the Montville Housing Authority. The state's reporting 25 deaths from coronavirus in Connecticut in the last week. Total number of people who have died from the virus since the beginning of the pandemic here in Connecticut, nearing 11,000. There were 291 people in state hospitals with COVID yesterday. That's actually a decrease of nine from the previous day. Over 9,600 people have tested positive for the virus in the state in the last week. It's a positive test rate of over 13%. Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline is co-sponsoring a bill to expand the U.S. Supreme Court from 9 to 13 justices. The Rhode Island Democrat says the public's faith in the court is at an all-time low and something needs to be done to restore it. And Plainville State Representative Bill Pettit has decided not to seek re-election this fall. Pettit has represented the uh, 22nd District. That covers Plainville and part of New Britain. It's been there since uh, 2017. Pettit, you remember the only survivor of that horrific 2007 home invasion in Cheshire where his uh, wife and two daughters were killed. Pettit has since remarried, has an 8-year-old son, and uh, says he's leaving the legislature to spend more time with his family. Partly sunny uh, later on today, um, kind of muggy day today between 67 at the shoreline and 75 or so inland. It is 69 in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Keith C. Rice. What happened to Marty? You don't, oh, that, you don't sound like it. Where's I Marty? Fighting it. Yeah, well, we're, we're not going to keep you... Uh, too long here. Uh, Danny O's going to come back in here. We're going to talk a little Bruins, but um, sorry to hear you're under the weather. Would you catch something uh, yeah, moving the kids back or what? I think that's exactly what happened. Um, Is it just been gradually progressing during the week? Yeah. Do, do me a favor. I'm going to turn down your mic for and all that. Blow your nose. I'm going to turn down the mic. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, I've blown it off today. Oh man. So are you feeling a little bit better at least, or what? Just when I think I'm feeling a little better, then I don't feel better. So I don't know what it is. So you've had this all week, huh? Uh, Wednesday, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday. It started yeah. kind of on Tuesday night. I started feeling a sore throat coming along. Wow. And then uh, Wednesday wasn't too, too bad, if I remember. Yesterday was, or Wednesday night was bad. Then yesterday, it seemed like I was getting better. And today, I woke up pretty good shape. Now, it seems like the congestion is back big time. So. What are you taking, like Theraflu or something? or? Uh, not really taking much of anything. You're not taking I'll, anything. I'll do a nasal strip to get rid of the congestion, and that helps. You know what? Uh, well, uh, why don't you go knock yourself out with some NyQuil later or something? Yeah, know? my daughter said that the other night. She yeah. Said, and my wife said, no, it's nasal strips will do that really good. So I've been taking Tylenol for like the 
Yep, Tylenol, ibuprofen. sore throats yeah. and stuff like that, but I don't know. So the sore throat has pretty much dissipated? It's just yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know what worked last night with sore throat? No. Honey. My wife said, get a spoonful of honey. Oh, yeah, and honey. Put it in, and my, my, my throat was hurting big time last night. And um, she said, honey, and it almost worked instantaneously. Honey, use some honey. Yeah. Use some honey, honey. Um, and then she left. Well, <laughs> uh, Danny O will be in here in just a sec, so we'll, uh, we'll you know, we'll give your vocal cords a rest there. I appreciate but, that. But, um... Uh, I didn't think I was going to get through the C on the Key C Rice intro, but I did. <laughs> you shouldn't have done little, that. Little I would have been totally back. fine. I don't want you to oh, strain no. your voice. Oh, no. You didn't have to give oh, me the no. intro. I'm bringing it anyway. Uh, I don't know if you were, uh, you could have, you know, um, we'll say it's, if, if this kicked in last week, I don't know if you were upset with uh, the fact that your horse didn't win the Kentucky Derby and you lost your voice that way, but you said it kicked in middle of the week, so. Um, yeah, I, I may have caught it in down there, and uh, I just think I was fatigued from all the driving. You know, your immune yeah. system gets a little bit weak if you're really tired. And How far know, is that driving in to and from? 14 hours. So I was doing 14 down, an hour to the campus, uh, three hours over to Kentucky, and another 14 in a matter of three or four days. And before you can blink, you'll be driving them back down there, right? I know. That is true. <laughs> August. I hate kids. Uh, I have kids. All right, go rest your voice. All right, Keith. Thank right. you. I appreciate you that. You got it, Marty H. We go from Marty H. to Danny O. Let's see if you're uh, test, test, test with your mic there. Yeah, hit those buttons. Uh, let's, let's play. There we go. Hit those buttons. You know why Danny O's hanging out here? Because we got... Uh, we we're just talking. Well, I, I couldn't. I got in here at nine o'clock. Yeah, I bugged Danny during his last hour, distract <laughs> him so we could talk Bruins. And I said we're going to carry this into uh, ten o'clock before our guest comes in at ten thirty uh, over the phone. That is, and I'm was, easily distracted. Give anyway. Marty a break, but and not only is there a big game tomorrow, which we're going to get. That's going to be the main topic of our conversation. But it's just an incredible sports weekend in oh. general. Unbelievable. Um, got the Celts uh, going Celts tonight. Celts tonight, game six. Let's hope they can do what the Bruins did last night. You got the Rangers uh, playing Pittsburgh uh, tonight. Yeah, a lot of hockey. I love the fact that all this hockey is on. Because uh, I, I was following the Bruins on my phone last night. I was out with my wife somewhere. And then I got home. It was great. All these other – Toronto, Tampa. I saw the end of that. Yep. Uh, caught a little of Edmonton, L.A. Uh, and, then you know, it's, it's like wall-to-wall – Hockey's around uh, behind basketball right now. Yeah. So you got a lot of opening round action everywhere you turn. Oh, the, the, the sports world right now is, is just incredible. I mean, yeah. this is the best time of the year other than around World Series. Or March time. Madness. March yeah. Madness, too. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. So here we go. Game seven. Before we get into Bruins, Hurricanes, and we're very excited. Danny and I were also saying it doesn't matter what sport, there's nothing better than a game seven. No. And uh, <laughs> except when it comes to. Scheduling the time of a game seven. Oh, 4.30, they drop the puck tomorrow in Carolina. Danny O has a, a dilemma here. The, Danny's dilemma. Uh, he loves to golf, and he loves to golf around that time. I, and he loves to golf with his wife around that time. They, you got off the golf course about 8, 9 o'clock last night, right? Yeah, about 8 o'clock, yeah. So I, I don't understand. I know you I, – I, believe me, I feel your passion for golf. <laughs> But you're talking about a game seven. You can't take a day off from golf for a game seven. Oh, I, I probably will. I probably will, but I'm not happy about it. You know, <laughs> you can. You, I don't know. Go golf uh, a million hours on on Sunday. Yeah, but see, my my <laughs> wife and I do. We have a Saturday night golf date. That's the thing. You know, it's 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 our it's our night out. So that's that's always date night. Saturday. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, and, make, uh, make Game 7 part of your, like, date night. Well, it, you go, it, go it, to dinner after Game 7 yeah, or something. It's, <laughs> it's, it's going to have to be something along those lines. But, uh, you know you're going to be golfing. You'll be thinking, oh, my God, it's Game 7. Your mind is going to be on the Bruins. Well, you're probably course. not going to have a good game anyway. Uh, of course. That, that's, therein lies the problem, too. You know, It's just that. <laughs> or you know, is your wife saying, no, we're going golf? Because I know your wife likes to Well, she Bruins. really wants to play, but uh, she'll, we'll, we'll wind up working something out. But it's just uh, I was not happy with the fact the 4.30 start. I mean, come on. That really is. I, and, and we're talking about it's because of Hockey Night in Canada, and they got Toronto-Tampa Game 7, which will follow Boston-Carolina, right? Yeah, t- uh, Game 7, uh, Toronto and, and uh, Tampa in Canada is, is, is... A little more important than Boston-Carolina, <laughs> I guess. Uh, yeah, the, 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 weight, the weight of... Uh, TSN uh, up in Canada is, is, is showing itself. But I will admit... That's that's going to be a huge game. The, the Leafs, in case you don't know, the Leafs are Canada's team. You know? So it, really, now you're okay. I, this is you're educating me here. I thought Montreal no. would have been Canada's team. Montreal is, is French Canada's team. The Toronto, really? yeah, oh. the Toronto. Oh, the Canadians are not liked in a lot of areas. Actually, in Canada, Montreal is French Canada's team. Huh. The Toronto Maple Leafs basically are Canada's team. Uh, yeah, okay, you got the Oilers out west and you got Calgary out west, but even out west, there are a ton of Leaf fans out there. You know, the Leafs are, you know, you know how they used to say Dallas is America's football team? Well, <clears throat> well, the Leafs are like the Boston Red Sox of Canada. I'm saying before 2004, right? Because right. Montreal's had their share of Stanley Cups. Right. Toronto is that a good analogy? Canadians are like the Yankees and the Leafs are like the Red Sox, maybe, sort well, of. Yeah, sort <clears throat> of. It, it's it, it's funny up there because, like I said, you've got other teams in Canada, but uh, they're more regional. And even say in uh, uh, in Alberta, where you got two very good teams in Calgary and uh, Edmonton, there's still a lot of Leaf fans there too. You know. You got Vancouver. There's still a lot of Leaf fans. Oh, that's here. right, Vancouver. Yep. And you know, Calgary, Winnipeg. Yeah, but there's still <clears throat> a lot of Leaf fans out there. Wow. So, so that it, fan base is pretty unbelievable. I guess the Leafs fan base in Canada is unbelievable. Wow. You know, especially in the English-speaking provinces. Now, in Quebec and Eastern Canada, you have a lot more Canadians fans, but. Uh, and there are Montreal Canadian fans in, in other parts of Canada too. But the Leafs, the Leafs are a special thing up there. So the Leafs playing a game seven on a Saturday night yeah. is going to be huge. So you got back to back game sevens there. Uh, yeah. One more thing about Canada, and we'll go back to these game sevens. I'm kind of curious. I know what happened years ago. What? How did Canada react to the Quebec Nordiques going to Colorado? I don't remember. I mean, well, here it's a funny thing because. The Nordiques were, the Nordiques as they call them in Quebec, were the team that was favored by the younger fans okay. in Quebec province. Guys like uh, uh, Patrice Bergeron, who was growing up, was grew up a, a Nordiques fan. And the Nordiques, wow. yeah. the Nordiques really challenged the Canadians in, in, in Quebec province, big time. Uh Socially and and on ice, and so that uh, must have been part of it, or was it a fi- more financial problem? Well, it's 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 hard to figure out exactly what happened there. Uh, it was partially financial, but 
I personally think that I think the the Molson Brewery had a lot to do with the Nordiques disappearing. I think they have a lot to do with the fact that even though Quebec has a brand new arena just built. Wow. Oh. You know. For what though? For hockey. Well, oh, they have a minor league team. I'm assuming, right? Do they? Well, they have a they have a junior team in the Quebec Junior League, but they have a major league building. And they can't get a franchise. You know, are they still, are they, get a, are they tr- been trying to get a professional? Are they trying to get it back there? Yeah, they're trying to get a team back there. And, and, and always something goes wrong. Now, there's a couple things. You know, people say, well, Gary Bettman doesn't want another team in Canada. They want they want Houston. You know, I mean, Houston, Arizona's yeah. going to move. Yeah, Arizona. That's a mess out they're there. Mess. They're going to move yeah. eventually. Oh, yeah. And Quebec is the place they should go. Wow, but I didn't know. They're saying now that it's probably going to be Houston, but you know they. You, Seattle just got one. Yeah. yeah, I mean they want the the American TV money. Yep. You know, and well, Colorado. I, pers- I personally wonder how much the Molson family lobbies to make sure that the Nordiques don't come back. I think you're onto something there. And uh, uh, well, the Colorado for a fact. I don't know for a fact, but. But logic dictates there's something there. Yeah, I, 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 that makes sense. And the Colorado franchise has definitely thrived since they left Quebec. So, oh, boy, they sure have. Um, kind of like Carolina when they left Hartford. Not as much as Colorado. but Yeah, but Carolina struggled for a long time yeah. mm-hmm. at the gate. At one time a few years ago, uh, you know, there was talk about Carolina moving out. But all of a sudden they started m- winning. So they did winning get, is the great equalizer. Carolina. Oh, that's right. I think I remember that. There was talk of Carolina getting out of there, right? Sure was. Wow. Interesting. Not well, going back to Hartford. Well, but. you're not going to compete with basketball down there. Yeah, that's more of a basketball state. Kind of like up here. You yeah, know, well, they, they, they went from one. Carolina actually was a silly place to go if you were trying to escape UConn basketball. <laughs> you go down there and... Uh, what? You got Duke, Carolina, NC State. I mean, yeah, Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. Yeah, I mean, you got that. Really even, was even East Carolina has. has what if Carmonos? Uh, yeah, Peter Carmonos. Well, yeah. He had to be looking at other cities besides uh, Char- uh, well, Raleigh. They're in Raleigh, but yeah, I, I think they just made the best deal yeah. for him. All right, so game sevens. Here we go. We got uh, obviously Bruins, Hurricanes, and Leafs, Lightning. It's a great night of hockey. Oh, how are you feeling? Besides your little golf dilemma about this Bruins Carolina game seven in Carolina, I my feeling is the same feeling I had in 2011 when the Bruins uh, stretched Vancouver to a game seven. I like Boston, even though they haven't won down there. Uh, it was a, it's a homer series. Remember 2011 Stanley Cup Finals was a homer series. Yep. And Carolina- eventually, eventually, when you have two good teams. They're both decent road teams. Somebody's going to break through on the road. We've gone s- six games without that happening. My feeling is somebody breaks through on the road. I I actually thought Carolina was going to break through last night on the road. Because you, you said Carolina and six going into this series. Yes, I did. Because Boston had such a problem beating them. Mm-hmm. Well, Bruins now have beaten them three out of the last five games. Swayman's look good. But hasn't won on the road. Bruins have been a very good road team. I think they win. I told you that, too. I I agree with you because I said that team we saw, kind of like with the Celtics, the Bruins and Celtics, don't forget, January through what, late March, both those teams were like, it was they were on fire, best teams in the respective leagues. 
Um, you can make the case for the Bruins, but I think they're the best team in the NHL. Well, I think that team shows up tomorrow. Well, the pressure now is really on Carolina like they haven't had before. I mean, they can do their little yeah. dances after their victories with the crowd. Is that what it, they do, a little dance? Uh, it's, so, it's, a, it's real Wuss Central. Yeah. It really is. It's a weak I, fan base. I don't, yeah. I don't buy it. I don't buy it at all. Well, it is a, it's, it's, I think it's, it's a kind really, of a phony. It's really silly. Phony hockey area, Yeah, it's, it's really silly. <clears throat> they can do all that stuff, and they can talk about how rabid their fans are and stuff like that. But as soon as they start losing, they're going to be going back to NASCAR and basketball. Yeah, exactly. It'll but be. the thing is, Carolina's not seen pressure like they're going to see tomorrow night. The Bruins have a, have a, have a core that's been there before. As Bergeron was saying, uh, Patrice Bergeron was saying last night, he was interviewed, they said, how do you handle the game seven? He goes, well, we just put ourselves in a bubble and play our game. Oh, see, that's a great line. See, that's, that's you insulate and perform. If they had, I've been saying this all along throughout the whole series, if, if Tuca was there, if Tuca, if Tuca was there, man, yeah. that's money. The series probably would have been over. Yeah, series, series would be over. I uh, will say this. And this is we we talked about this as well off the air. This is huge, and we saw it last night. The Bruins need to jump out in front early because yeah. you even said Carolina is not a good team coming from behind. No, and, and and people have asked me a lot. Why is it so big for a team to score first in the NHL? Yeah, why is that? Well, I'll I'll, pu- I'll put it to you this way. Once a team goes out on front, in front, they can go and they can play trap hockey. You know, nobody really plays trap hockey outside of L.A. right now all the way through. But once you get a one-goal lead, you can go back and, and, and play trap hockey and make teams turn the puck over. And once you turn it over, you bring it the other way. Hmm. Uh, when you're down a goal, you have to open up. So you have to open up. The other team plays like a 1-3-1. That's turnover central, and it makes it difficult. So that's that's the reason why. And you know, from a mental standpoint, it gets in your head. Oh, geez, we you know we're we're behind. You well, know. in the old days of hockey, before teams came up with such good defenses, a one a one goal deficit, a two goal deficit meant nothing. You know, yeah. nowadays because the defensive systems are so good. Uh, you get up to a one-goal lead, you know, you uh, you can play a whole different system of game. And then the other team is forced to play a whole different system, and all of a sudden the odds change, you know. And that's that's basically the reason. 10-22 WICH, uh, Keith C. Rice, Danny O. For just a few more minutes, and we'll take a quick break, and we have a uh, special guest coming up at the bottom of the hour, uh, Sister Mary Patrick, principal of St. Joseph School in Baltic. Will join us at ten thirty. Uh, I will actually we'll get you out on this. You being a goaltender and you're going through a little injury right now. Uh, yes, this just in. Danny O Man. off the ice for a few weeks with a little uh, tear in his wrist, right? Yeah, a little ligament thing. All right, so you rest up. <clears throat> yeah, but he's still going to golf. <laughs> still going to golf. So didn't bother me. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> knock on wood. Yeah. So you being a goaltender, you're liking what you see from Swayman over the past few games. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes it, it's hard to believe he he is just a rookie. Uh, he seemingly has the the mental strength to play big games, and that's that's big with goaltenders. You know, you, you have to be able to put everything away, you know, and and just 
concentrate on the moment and the next shot. And he seems to be able to do that. You know, uh, he makes mistakes, but right now uh, he's the better of the two netminders. And last night's game was a huge feather in his cap for going on in the future, playing those big pressure situations. So that leads me into my next point, and you and I have talked about this a while back. Playoff experience seems to be a, right now, tomorrow night will be a, a huge test, seems to be a non-factor. Swayman's been okay past three or five games. Let's see how he is in a game seven. Well, th- that's that's what makes the separates the men from the boys. Right. How you play in a game seven. Big boy hockey. <clears throat> yeah. You know, it's, from a goalie standpoint, either you embrace that or you fear that. The guys that, 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 that do incredibly well just love that moment. It's, it's what, what you play for. As a goaltender, you, 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 you're it in that big moment. There's nothing better than being up a goal in the third period in game seven, and you have to make the big saves. And you've been nothing in Nothing situ- better than that. You've been in those situations. Sure, uh, various levels in of In championship hockey. games where yeah, various uh, levels you of love hockey. it. Huh? I, I love it. I, yeah. I always love <clears throat> playing a game seven. I love watching game seven. I love being in a game seven. Uh, there's nothing better than walking into that rink or into that locker oh, yeah. room knowing that it's a game seven. Yeah. Nothing better. Nothing better. And if Swayman and the Bruins pull this off, you and I think they will, you can't tell me that's got to give them a little juice going into their next series if it's Pittsburgh or the New York well, Rangers. Well, here's, yeah. here's the thing for Bruin fans, and there's a lot of Bruin fans in the area. Uh, they get past this series. I think they can take either New York or Pittsburgh. So you basically have them in the Eastern Finals if they can move on past Carolina. Absolutely. I, I think the next series gets easier. And then after that, then you're, you're going to face some serious heat. Florida, Tampa, Toronto. And yeah. of course then, then you're gonna, yeah. But here's the thing, and this is another thing about the playoffs. This is a brutal two-month test of will, strength, and determination. Mm. Bruins get through this series – they are really battle tested. Yeah, they they played their worst opponent. If they win, they beat their worst opponent. I think uh, you know now. Florida handed them some tough stuff, but Florida, Florida, Florida's I, had I'm a not, great year all year. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm not totally convinced Florida can beat. They had problems with Washington. They yeah, did. I, I'm not totally convinced that Florida can beat. Tampa or yeah. Toronto. We shall see. Go rest Go rest the wrist, my friend. All right. And that's another thing. Real quick. Game 7 tomorrow is a perfect opportunity to rest the wrist you and watch it. the game. You got me convinced. Unless you're having a few cold beverages. Then well, you, you can go. use your other wrist. There you go. <laughs> All right, Danny, oh, go, in, uh, go enjoy golf game 7. Have a great weekend. You too, brother. Thanks for a few minutes. I'll be thinking of you. I'll be texting you, too. <laughs> text, text me back with the good wrist. Uh, <laughs> 10-27 at WICH. I'm Leora Levy. My grandparents and my mother escaped the Nazis in Europe. My parents, my sister and I escaped Castro and the communists in Cuba. Like so many, my family's journey is one of tragedy, sacrifice, and hope. Hope for freedom and opportunity. And we found it in America. Today, that freedom is under assault. 
The Democrats closed our schools, yet opened our borders. Instead of learning ABCs, our children are being taught CRT. Americans lose their jobs over vaccine mandates, while unmarked planes scatter illegal immigrants across our country. Prices have never been higher. People are hurting. I'm Leora Levy, and I'm fed up. I'm running to be U.S. Senator for Connecticut because I will never let Joe Biden and Dick Blumenthal destroy what has made this country so great. I'm Leora Levy, and I approve this message. Paid for by Leora Levy for U.S. Senate, Inc. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, always buying old coins, scrap gold, sterling, old currency, and silver coins. Hi, I'm Jackie, owner of Norwich Coin and Jewelry. We sell collector coins and supplies, and we do free appraisals. We also do expert jewelry repairs and engraving at very reasonable prices. We've been at the same location for over 32 years. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is a smart place to buy and sell your gold, silver, and coins. 860-886-2730. Norwich Coin and Jewelry, 35 Franklin Street, in Norwich. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. All right, 1310, 94.5 WICH, uh, 1029. Uh, we got our special guest. This might be Sister Mary Patrick calling in right now. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's just go right to the phones. Only one way to find out, right? W-I-C-H. Good morning. Hello. Uh, yes, good morning. Uh, I called in yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I spoke I spoke with uh, Stu, and I strongly suggested that uh, people top off their oil tank because uh, the price of oil and gas is skyrocketing. I called two discount oil outfits this morning. Mm-hmm because I wanted to do the same that I was suggesting for everyone else. Okay. Are you ready? Y- yeah. I'm sorry to me. Uh, I- I'm sorry. What's your name, sir? Marty. Marty. Okay. If I have to cut you short in the next minute or two, I do have a guest calling in, but uh, go ahead. I don't mean to cut you All short, right. but we can always talk about this after. Go ahead. Uh, 125 gallons or more. $6.04. Okay. Six dollars and one cents and one cent. And this was the cheapest that I could find. This is the, the what's going to happen to the price of gasoline and food is uh is astronomical. Yeah, I'm with uh, you. Um hey Marty? Yeah. I hate to do this to you. Is there any way you can call back a little after 11? We can we can talk at a much more greater length at this. I do have a guest that's uh, probably on the other line here. Is that okay? Okay. Well, I just wanted to let everyone know. I think you're on to uh, something, sir, but uh, we'll definitely just, we'll chat more about this, okay? Just get your gas, your oil, and your food now. Yep. All right. Thank you, sir. We will chat more. All right. Thank bye-bye. you. W-I-C-H. Hello, W-I-C-H. Hello, Keith. This is Bob, this is Bob Turner. Hey, Bob. Uh, we're live on the air. Just want to give you a heads up. <laughs> we got no uh, parent slash volunteer at St. Joseph's School in Baltic. Bob Turner is uh, is sister uh, conferenced in here. Yes, I am. Hello, <laughs> Sister Mary Patrick. Good morning. Yes, hi there. And you are the principal, correct, of St. Joseph's That's School. Correct. I'm principal St. Joseph's. School it is a here pleasure to have both of you on the line. Thank you for having us. Um, Thank you. Love it down there. Please uh, give Father Tito my best. I will. And uh, you're here to talk a little about uh, an open house, correct, or about the school in general? 
both, really, that we have an open house coming up next week with an uh, also an ice cream social for incoming pre-K and kindergarten yes. students. Yes, very exciting stuff. Now tell us all about day. tell us all about St. Joseph's School. We'll start there. Well, uh, St. Joseph's School is located here in Baltic. It's one of the hidden gems, but we'd like it more exposed, obviously. Uh, we draw mostly from Baltic, but we draw students from surrounding towns. Uh, we are a small school, and uh, luckily we are able, we have uh, four sisters of charity on staff here, which is a plus for us, mm. okay? So, uh, but we're, we're known as like the small but mighty school. We get things done very, because it's small, very, very family-oriented, uh, very strong Catholic identity. However, we uh, welcome people of all faiths, okay? They're certainly welcome to be part of our school. Uh, we do teach, of course, the Catholic faith, but we're, you know, very, very welcoming to students who are of other faiths or no faith at all. They're all part of our family. So uh, what we've uh, done this past year, we did a $50,000 match, and as a result of that, um, we're able to offer to uh, first-year students this coming year uh, 50% off their tuition, okay? And uh, that's that's a good thing because especially if they're just thinking about, you know, Catholic education and it's probably not in their budget, okay, mm-hmm. uh, this is a good way to at least help them get into the, into the school, step into the school, in the door. So uh, that's what we've been able to do for all incoming students for this year. We did it, you know, for last year and we're doing it again for this year, okay. So um, I think the most important thing is that we, we offer a challenging curriculum a uh, very traditional Catholic school, uh, very nurturing because the school is small. There is much, uh, we take a personal interest in every one of our students. Okay? S- sister, what is the current enrollment at? Uh, current St- enrollment right now is 70. 70, okay. Yeah, we'd like to make it more than that. Yes. Okay. And Baltic There's- is such a cute little town, too. It's a, it's, it's, it's a, just a, what a wonderful community as well. I got to get down to the, to the church and see Father. Tito soon. It's I'd love to. You know, I'm up in the Wyndham Willimantic area, but I love to mm-hmm. venture down to Baltic every now and then. Now, Bob, who's on the line with us, Bob and I both grew up with a Catholic education as well, so we could speak a little about this as well. And it's just it's Absolutely. just a wonderful just atmosphere. Join in. <laughs> wonderful atmosphere, right, Bob? Yeah, I mean, I, I, Keith, the, the thing that uh, really drew myself and my daughter Sarah to St. Joseph's School was, as Sister mentioned, the Catholic education and the the values associated with that, the education, uh, the, the sense of community. Uh, and what's important for, for myself with my children is that when they, when they get those strong values and get that education, it builds confidence. And for me as a parent, that's the foundation for critical thinking going forward, which is so important as these young students develop and grow throughout their adult lives. Mm. Uh, you know, and Keith, one of the, the other things that I really felt was important was just experiencing the school events that, that you and I experienced growing up, the, the Christmas concerts, the spring concerts, the talent shows. Uh, you know, my daughter Sarah participates in drama club, and she was able to perform in two separate plays earlier this spring, and it was just a wonderful experience, and you create a very strong bonds with the parents and families uh, in the school community. And as Sister mentioned, the enrollment's small, 
But what I like for my daughter, Sarah, is she gets the attention she needs to uh, grow in certain areas where she may be challenged academically or flourish in others where she's doing well. Mm. And so I know that she's on path to get uh, the, the proper education, and, and I'm very proud that she is a student at St. Joseph's in Baltic. That is a great point, and um, the values you, that you also mentioned is something that was passed down from your parents, Bob, and my parents, and we thank them for that as well, and uh, it still sticks with you to this day. Um, and another thing, Bob and I were also active uh, growing up in a Catholic school playing sports. Uh, is there any sports at the school as well? Well, we have cross-country. Oh, okay. nice. Okay. Uh, due to COVID, we weren't, uh, what we did a couple years ago, we uh, bonded with Sacred Heart and Taffel for basketball, so I had a few students over there because the school was too small to field its own, so we uh, co-opted with Sacred Heart and Taffel. Now, that hasn't happened in two years, okay, due to COVID. We're hoping to do that again, okay? Uh, Cross country, have a, a, a very, uh, it was a quite a, a huge team. A lot of kids um, just joined to just get the running experience, uh, we had we um, unlike a couple like a couple years ago we only had two meets this year but I believe that was due to COVID so I think hopefully we'll have a few more meets next year and hopefully the basketball they can go to Sacred Heart and be part of that so that would help. Um, Very nice. So where um, I know obviously St. Joseph School located in Baltic. Where do uh, most of your students or a lot of your students uh, commute from, or, or where they, they come from? Uh, basically Baltic. Okay. Okay. However, we have students from um, Willimantic, mm-hmm. and especially that was last year due to the fact that uh, St. Mary St. Joseph um, closed at least for a couple of years anyway. So they came and joined us last year. Okay. Um, we also have students from you know, like Canterbury. Uh, I have a couple of kids coming in from Ledgered, um, surrounding towns like that. But um, so uh, Canterbury, Plainfield, you know, just a, a few here and there, but mostly the Baltic and Willimantic right now. We're talking with Principal Sister Mary Patrick of St. Joseph School in Baltic, Bob Turner, parent volunteer, also on the line about uh, there's an open house coming up Wednesday, May 18th. We'll get uh, get to that as well. Uh, is there other ways you're getting the word out? Do you guys do any social media as well just to get the word out about the uh, the school? It just sounds like, uh, you know, as you said, like a hidden gem, you know? Yes, it is. We have, you know, we have flyers. We send them to the parents. We tell them we it's on our website. We tell the parents to use uh, Facebook to get the word out there. Uh, I've sent uh, information to surrounding parishes. You know, we do as much as we can that way. Uh, the best way, actually, is parent to parent. Okay, mm-hmm. because you know, uh, I'm speaking as a principal of the school, uh, but you know, you really want to talk to a you know to a parent. And we've had uh, several where students have come into the school because their parent talked to a current parent in our school. And so that's basically, um, but we, are, we have used social media. We realize that's important. We've done some ads here and there in uh, newspapers previously, but uh, I believe social media and the parent contact, parent-to-parent is what really brings in people. Absolutely. Having that uh, one-on-one conversation. One-on-one contact, correct. That's definitely mm-hmm. uh, probably uh, that's a huge thing. Uh, the open house is Wednesday, May 18th, 9 to 2. Uh, there's an ice cream social for pre-K and K at 3.30. Why don't you, uh, either one of you, uh, elaborate a little on that, please? Okay. Uh, I can start. Uh, we've, we're uh, going to have, as I said, there's an open house. 
we welcome parents to come into the school. We give them a tour. They see the classrooms. They get to speak with teachers if need be. Um, if we have parents here that sometimes help, that's great. We have what we call a marketing team, and part of that marketing team is the welcoming committee. So when they, you know, come in for an open house, we ask, would you like to speak with someone from our welcoming committee? And there's that parent-to-parent -parent contact. And so our parents, we have a few parents that we uh, ask to be of assistance, and they ask, you know, sometimes I don't answer all the questions, you know, but sometimes you want to have uh, questions answered that parents really need to know, you know what I mean? And sure. it takes a parent to tell another parent, you know? So we do have that welcoming committee that will, if they're not here uh, themselves on that day, they are in contact with a parent shortly afterwards. Okay. Okay. Now tell us a little about the uh, the staff there. Like how big is the staff over at St. Joseph's? Well, we have approximately probably 15 people on staff. We have uh, like the special teachers. We have an art teacher. We have a Spanish teacher that's uh, that does the middle school, uh, PE teacher for grades P, pre-K to 8, uh, an art teacher pre-K to 8. Um, I am the music teacher pre-K to oh, 8. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, so and we're having our spring concert and art show this evening, so if anybody wants to take a peek at some of the things we do, that uh, and you'll, I'll tell you, we're going to be up at St. Michael's Center right up the hill that belongs to the Academy of the Holy Family, and that gym is full. Unfortunately, at Christmas time due to COVID, we can do that, but uh, we should have a pretty full auditorium this evening. This, so that's, that's this evening great. at what time? Uh, 7 o'clock tonight. Okay. So uh, their art is going to be on display, and we are doing, as I said, a concert starting with uh, pre-K and K right after grade 8. Excellent, excellent. So uh, yep. now, Bob, you said your daughter Sarah goes. Uh, did you have another? Uh, do you have more children that uh, have gone yeah, to St. Joseph's? Uh, well, Keith, I, I have four total, but my, my three older teenagers are now uh, approaching the college years. Right. So they're beyond the Catholic education. But I just wanted to add a couple of points because I know uh, Wednesday, May 18th is coming up quickly. If a family can't make it that day, uh, they can contact the school to have their child uh, shadow uh, their class for a day at the school to experience St. Joseph's School. Or I'm sure if uh, the 18th didn't work, uh, we, the school could make accommodations for a visit at another time. Mm -hmm. and, and, one, and one last point I just wanted to add as a parent is we didn't even go into all of the wonderful events that you know really get my daughter excited about the school. Well, let's but talk about those. I Go ahead, talk. We got time. Yeah, talk about those to events. Yeah. Catholic Schools Week and Spirit Week and class competitions like the recent Penny Wars uh, that the uh, school conducted, which Sister might be able to elaborate mm -hmm. on. Yeah, what's field, Penny field Wars? What's what's what? Days. What's Penny it's Wars? Just an exciting place to be. What's Penny Wars? I'm kind of curious about that. Okay, uh, we did a penny war this, or we call it, we try to use the word challenge, <laughs> better than war. Okay, um, and uh, we made $1,580, um, and half went to St. Jude's Children's Hospital, and half went to the school. What you do is you try to, you know, all the money counts, but what you try to do is try to get as many pennies as possible, and what you do, the students have the buckets out there. We do upper floor and, and lower floor, and they try to put as much silver change and dollar bills 
into somebody else's bucket because it counts against the pennies, okay? Wow. And of course, in the long run, it all happens, and the kids have a wonderful time doing this, okay? And what we did, um, uh, so downstairs, I said it's pre-K to four, they have their own, and then upstairs in the middle school. So every day, you're putting money in, and you're trying to put as much, as many pennies uh, as possible in, you know, in your own bucket. So let's say it's fifth grade. They want as many pennies as they can possibly have and to, to avoid it. And, and everybody else from other grades will put in the civil change in everybody else's bucket. Okay? Wow. And uh, it's, it really is a lot of fun. They get excited. And in the long run, um, we really, um, and of course the bank helps us count this. And it had students. We've read, we, in fact, we read, sent some cards down there. And one of the students said this uh, as, a, as a message to them, said, thank you for counting the money. My class didn't win, but that doesn't matter. It was still fun. I enjoyed bringing money in for the penny challenge. So that's the student's viewpoint. Of course, everybody wants to be the winner. And the winners, uh, the downstairs winners had a free dress down day and a pizza party. The oh. thing with upstairs. Then everybody had ice cream because we all participated, and it was all for a good cause. Absolutely. You know, sister, you're bringing back so many memories that I'm sure Bob and I uh, uh, reflect <laughs> back on. In fact, I'm looking over this email that you guys sent yesterday, you know, Catholic Schools Week, Spirit Week, you know, yep. first, first Friday Masses. Bob, we remember all this stuff, right? Yeah, absolutely, Keith. And one other thing is maybe you and your dad could get a uh, baseball program or softball program starting with the school. You know, yeah. That's an opportunity. That'd be great. And, and see, yeah, that's a great idea. And sister, if you ever need a good basketball coach, Bob's your man. I mean, you know. Oh, <laughs> really? Oh, he didn't tell me that. <laughs> um, we also do, um, like I said, uh, we did just some fun things. We did uh, walk-a-thon. Our walk-a-thon is out here in the playground. We made 5000 Wow. walk-a-thon. People are, the parents who send their children are really invested. They're invested in the school. They want to do everything they can do to help. We keep our tuition down. It is the, I think, the most inexpensive tuition in the state of Connecticut. St. Joseph's School in Baltic, really? Okay. Yeah, it really is. I mean, when I think about it, uh, you know, if you are, for, for upcoming years, if you are the uh, from the parish, you're, it's twenty nine fifty for the for the uh, the first child and twenty five fifty for the second child, and then if you're a new family, you're going to cut that in half for the first year. That's just right. To get them that break so that they can start saving up for the rest of the years. You that's, know what I mean? That's right. You mentioned that the first year scholarship program, fifty yep, percent off first, first year, year tuition. Yep. That's wonderful. Uh, I think another thing we need to throw out is um, is a phone number. Go ahead and say that a couple of times. If anybody oh, want to yes. call to you know uh, people listening to get their family involved, they have, they uh, maybe someone has a grandchild that would uh, they'd love to have a Catholic education. How can you? What are you? How could both of you be contacted at St. Joseph's uh, School in Baltic? Yes, you can contact me here at 860-822-6141. Okay. Or say, my email address, sistermarypatrick at gmail.com. All right. I can't believe I'm talking to the principal here of oh, St. Joseph's yes. School in Baltic. <laughs> and you're not even in the principal's office. <laughs> I'm not even in the I hope to not be in the principal's office. <laughs> Oh, um, is, there, is there anything else? Again, the open house is Wednesday, May 18th, 9 to 2, Ice Cream Social for pre-K and K at 3.30. 3.30 to 4.30, correct. Yeah, and mm-hmm. um, let's see, and it's all, so, yeah, and if you could, you could it's sistermarypatrick at gmail.com if you want to reach out and ask any questions about St. Joseph's School in Baltic. Uh, definitely a hidden gem. Is there anything else you guys would like to pass along? Um, I think, uh, I think one of the things that Mr. Turner brought up was that if they can't make this open house, we're here. 
So just, you know, we'll make arrangements for anyone to visit our school, put them in contact with our welcoming committee, and uh, just make it as possible. We have a packet to give each parent uh, as they come in. So right. um, we're here. We know uh, if it's not, that's not a good day, that's all right. Call us anyway, and we'll make another time. And if you yeah, guys... Keith, yeah, go ahead, Bob. Go sorry, ahead. sorry to interrupt, Keith. The one thing I would recommend to the parents out there is there's just a lot of uncertainty with everything going on in the world. And uh, just for them to know that they have a choice, mm-hmm. and they have an excellent choice with St. Joseph's School, and to give it a shot. Just uh, reach out and contact the school. Come and, come and uh, make a visit. Uh, have your child do a shadow day if possible, and come enjoy the school community. You said it, Bob, and I'll tell you, I'll follow that up by saying there's nothing better than a Catholic school education, faith, family, and tradition since 1874. If you'd like to contact St. Joseph School in Baltic, besides emailing uh, Sister Mary Patrick at sistermarypatrick at gmail.com, you can always call 860-822-6141. You can set up a tour and, um, you know, if, if you missed that number again, I, and after we're done with this interview, you can always uh, call, and, and I will, uh, I'll be happy to pass that along. And if whatever St. Joseph's School in Baltic has going down the road, I'm here for Stu Breyer on Fridays from 10 to 2. So feel free to reach out, and we'll, we'll do as much as we can to uh, help you guys over there. Sounds like just a wonderful community, and, uh, and Father Tito and everyone does such oh, a great yeah. job. So thank you, sister. Thank you, Bob. And, uh, thank you. And, thank and we'll, you. We'll definitely, God bless. God bless. Bless you, and we'll definitely do it again soon. Oh, good! Have a wonderful. wonderful weekend. You too. Thank Bu- you. God bless you. you Thank too. you so much. You got it. Bye-bye. 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 All right. Uh, great conversation there, and uh, I, I, I tell you, there's nothing better than a Catholic school education. And um, I, I did, uh, I did my Catholic school education early on at St. Mary St. Joseph School in Willimantic, and then I finished off my education in high school at St. Bernard, right here in this area in Uncasville. And uh, I can thank my parents for passing their uh, strong values down to me. And I definitely, you know, I couldn't, I can't say it enough. So if you have a child or a grandchild that you're considering sending to a Catholic school, get in touch with St. Joseph's School in Baltic. All right, uh, just about 10 before 11 here at WICH, AM 1310 and 94.5 FM. Keith C. Rice or Stu Breyer, your calls coming up right to the top of the hour and then after 11 at 860-889-5252. Fox News commentary. Is 8, 9, 10% inflation the new normal? I'm Joe Concha. More next. Why do I take chalk every day? Because testosterone levels are at an all-time low, and I know the losers who run this country want us weak. They want you weak. They want me weak. They want us all to just be a bunch of effeminate, infertile losers. We can't do that. Start taking a male vitality stack from chalk.com. Go to choq.com, use the code JESSE, and that gets you 30% off. Natural Herbal Supplements, a patriotic company. choq.com, promo code JESSE. Remember the good old days when inflation was below 2%? That was the case under the previous president in Donald Trump before he left office. But under the 46th president in Joe Biden, it has more than quadrupled, with analysts warning we could surpass 10% this year. Yet here was the president recently screaming about the problem as if he was campaigning for president, not actually speaking as, you know, the guy in charge in the Oval Office when speaking about food shortages. The idea that people would have to wait in line an hour, hour and a half to get a box of food. Does this guy 
I know that he's the one responsible for inflation and ultimately the one responsible for fixing it? But like Biden blaming Trump for the border crisis and blaming big oil for record high gas prices before he blamed Putin and blaming COVID for skyrocketing crime, this is clearly a president who will not take responsibility and an administration where the buck stops anywhere else but with them. I'm Joe Concha. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear to ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer make DQ a must stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville. Miles and miles of carpet and tile. We're the floor covering shop. Everything you need for your floor and the knowledge to help you make the right choice. We're Eastern Connecticut's home of in-stock flooring. Been so since 1963. Sales, installation, financing, and more. Come see the Graff family at 385 Central Ave in Norwich. Online at floorcoveringshopinc.com and on Facebook. Wall to wall, we cover it all. We got miles and miles of carpet and tile. The floor covering shop. Want to build your career in education while making a difference in the lives of your neighbors? Then TVCCA may have the perfect opportunity for you. We have full-time and part-time openings, including head teachers, assistant teachers, and teacher's aides, and other positions. We offer a generous benefit package with paid holidays and opportunities to grow personally and professionally. Build and advance your career with us and help contribute to the well-being of our community. Apply online at TVCCA.org. TVCCA is an equal opportunity provider. The future depends on teachers who are reinventing the classroom and starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. Ah, the pipes for the great Danny O. 1053, 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. It's Keith C. Rice for Stu Breyer doing the Friday thing. You get Stu Monday through Thursday, and then me, Keith C., from 10 to 2. And big thanks again to Sister Mary Patrick and Bob Turner of St. Joseph's School in Baltic. Uh, as, I, I, as I said, and pardon the pun, not to sound like a broken record, on the radio, but there's nothing better than a Catholic school education. So if you need, uh, if you missed any of that, you needed some information on St. Joseph School in Baltic, I'm here to help. So we got uh, six before the top of the hour. We'll take some calls. Hopefully, uh, not to cut you short, but if, if there's something you want to expand on, we could uh, talk more about your subject or your topic at greater length after 11. But in the meantime, back to the phones we go at 860-889-5252. WICH, good morning. This is Patty Kay. Patty Kay, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Um, I just want to say I agree with you on the Catholic schools. They're wonderful. My son went through them. And they're really great. Really? I mean, you you just, you know, the sense of community, uh, the friendships that you make, uh, yeah, the, rela- the relationships they, with the teachers. I mean, what I, they teach the kids. Yeah. I mean, they're 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 just great the co- teachers. The core values, right? I have yeah. a lot of great memories from my early days, from uh, grade school, and then I, I did public school for a few years. But you know, I wouldn't. I, I, I take Catholic school any day, and then I finished off oh, my yeah. Catholic school at St. Bernard, eleventh right. and twelfth grade here in Oxford. I agree with you, yeah. and that was a lovely conversation Thank we you. had with the sister. Thank you. 
Yeah. Um, I just want to say, I heard Marty this morning. That doesn't sound good, huh? No, he didn't. And I would suggest to him, uh, if he has the COVID at-home test. Oh, he's, he's tested. He's tested negative all week. So. Oh, he did Thank use Thank goodness it. for that. Yeah. That's yep. good. That's good. My yep. son has what he has. Yeah, I don't think he'd be here if he tested positive. Well, well okay. Yeah. That's good. But you never know. You're right. So uh, he's tested. And uh, he says he's feeling a little bit better. I mean, uh, he's had like zero voice, I guess, for the past few days. Yeah, but, uh, he doesn't sound good. You can hear it's in his nose. It was in his throat. So he's, uh, it's, yeah, it's clear it's enough. A ba- it's a bad bug. Um, uh, but but anyway, my son w- w- was like him this week, and I told him, I said, why don't you, I had some of the home tests. I said, why don't you take one of those? And he tested positive for well, coronavirus. Yeah, you never know. So you never know. Yep, it's it's uh, it's it's weird because um, you know the numbers are kind of up and down. They kind of went up there for a little while. Yeah, they're going up again. Yeah, so you know you got to be. Yep, and uh, I'm going to an event this weekend. You know, with uh, probably around a hundred people or so. You got to play it safe. So you got to wear a mask. If you don't, you're you're really uh, you know because some people won't wear a mask, and that's their business. But they're going to infect people around them. Absolutely, and and uh, and that's the bad part of it. You got to yep. think of other people too, besides yep. yourself. You know. Yep, absolutely. Right. Well, I'll let you go. Okay. Good to talk to you. You too. Right. Yeah. Bye bye. All right. Eight six zero eight eight nine fifty two fifty two. We got a few more minutes to the top of the hour. So if you got something you want to talk about, as I said, that's going to take a little more time. I don't want to have to cut you off for the news. So why don't we just uh, hold off on more calls till. Uh, after CBS News and the weather and all that stuff. Uh, speaking of the weather, not too bad this week. I'm loving these warmer temps. Um, you know, warm and muggy are the two words that are being thrown around the past few days. felt great to sleep with the window open last night, though. Um, you know, and one thing I, I, I'm not going to say I love winter. I, I just, I, but I think the older you get, the more you appreciate the change in season. And like the the warmer temps, warmer temps just come out of nowhere and they smack you in the face. Um, not complaining about today. Well, look at that. We're already at seventy, what seventy three, and it's not even well, it's not even eleven o'clock technically. But um, morning clouds burning off. We should see some sun getting up to seventy five today. And look at that. I may have to turn on the AC later because it's only going down to sixty two tonight. You know, depending uh, if there's a little breeze. If there's no breeze. Well, the heat's definitely off at my house. went off yesterday. <laughs> Open up the windows. Enough of this. You know, we did have some chilly evenings, what, uh, just uh, a few days ago, uh, into the last week or even over the weekend. But uh, sun and clouds tomorrow. Uh, maybe a shower. Nothing to worry about. Warm and humid, 81 tomorrow. And then we go for 83. Is this right? 83 on Sunday with a mix of sun and clouds? All right. Here it comes. And finally mowed the lawn for the first time uh, last week. Yeah, I just had so much going on, uh, you know, going from station to station. I'm a, I'm on a lot of the stations throughout the uh, Hall Communications family here between Willimantic and Norwich. And then I got a DJ business on the side, <clears throat> Wild Rice Entertainment, shameless plug. And, you know, my wife's got a charity event coming on, coming up uh, this weekend. So we're just, like, running all over the place. And next thing you know, it's the middle of May. Oh, my goodness, I got to get at the tractor out. So I got the tractor out last weekend, finally did the lawn. So the dogs could do their thing and, not, you know. <laughs> the grass was getting a little taller than the. I have three little dogs, and the grass was actually getting a little taller than them. So, I uh, kind of took care of business with that last weekend. So I was a little uh, behind the eight ball with getting the tractor out, but uh, you know, 
Now it's done. So when I'm looking behind me, I don't see the sun yet, but we're supposed to get a few peaks of sun. Big sports weekend on the horizon, as Danny O and I were talking about uh, after 10. Uh, game 7, Bruins tomorrow, odd time, 4.30. It's because there's a big uh, Canada Game 7 that follows that game with uh, Tampa Bay and Toronto. But tonight, you know, hopefully the Celtics can do what the Bruins did last night. They, hopefully the Celtics can force a Game 7. It would be nice if we were saying, hopefully the Celtics can wrap it up tonight, Milwaukee. But they like to go the hard the hard way, it seems like. So Celtics got to win tonight to force a Game 7 on Sunday. And we'll have another Game 7. How about that? Two Game 7s in one weekend. Wouldn't that be fun? Let's knock on wood for that. So and I guess if the Celtics do play a Game 7, that'll be 3.30 on Sunday. And I've already told my wife, that's the day after the charity event, yard work will be put on hold or will be done before or after the Celtics game. <laughs> All right, you are listening to Personality Radio 1310 WICH Norwich or 94.5 W233DB Norwich. At the tone, it'll be 11 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kathan. Instead of being on the court, an American basketball star faced another day in court. On the opening day of the WNBA season, Brittany Griner found herself again before a judge in Moscow where she learned her pre-trial detention will be extended one month. The State Department's Ned Price tells CBS News the U.S. government considers her wrongfully detained. Brittany Griner is doing as well as can be expected uh, under uh, what can only be described as exceedingly difficult circumstances. She was seized at an airport allegedly with vape cartridges containing oil derived from cannabis. Now to Ukraine. CBS's Deborah Pata reports there are allegations of possible war crimes in the northern part of the country where schools were hit by Russian forces. What's the point of destroying schools, asked Ukraine's Volodymyr Zelensky. Any Russian commander who gives such an order is sick. In the village of Stepanki, 52-year-old Olga Karpenko's daughter could not hide from a Russian tank that fired directly at her house. And it's still not completely safe to exhume her daughter's body as she relives the trauma. She suffered for almost a whole day. All she has left now is heartbreak. Well, Elon Musk shook things up today when he said his move to buy Twitter was temporarily on hold. He says he wants accurate information on the number of likely fake accounts on the platform. CBS News tech reporter Dan Patterson. Musk is kind of a, a Trump-like figure. He says things to for engagement, uh, generously we'll say for engagement, right? We can't always take him at his word. There's a lot of meta behind whatever he says. Twitter stock is down around 9% today. Musk later said he's committed to completing the deal. The White House says it's doing what it can to try to ease the infant formula shortage. CBS's Nancy Cordes. Officials here at the White House say they're going to cut some packaging regulations to help get new products on the shelves faster. They're also calling for crackdowns on price gouging, which, as you can imagine, could become a big problem. And they're working on importing more formula from overseas. Critics say the steps will do little to boost supplies immediately. In Iowa, storm winds kicked up. All right, here it comes. Dust storms and damaging winds there, too. And in Minnesota and South Dakota, at least two deaths are blamed on the bad weather. Possible tornadoes on the ground in some spots. Wall Street, right now the Dow is up 446 points. The Nasdaq is higher by 350. This is CBS News. 
There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Venture X from Capital One is the travel card for people always asking, Where next? You earn 10x miles on hotels and rental cars and 5x miles on flights booked through Capital One Travel and 2x miles on everything else you buy with Venture X. Plus, receive premium travel benefits like access to over 1,300 airport lounges. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Trade pros. Whether you specialize in service or new construction, Ferguson knows firsthand how much work goes into a long day on the job, which is why we're committed to offering the products and solutions to get every job done right. With over a 1,000 locations, an unmatched selection of specialty products, tools, and supplies, our pro pickup and Samer next day delivery, you can trust that doing business with Ferguson will be the easiest part of your hard day's work. Visit ferguson.com to find a counter location near you. Why, when circumstances are similar, do some people get COVID and others don't? I'm vaccinated. I wear my mask, lots of hand washing, and we keep our distance. This woman hasn't gotten COVID, but others just as cautious have. I am sure that there are people out there who will not get coronavirus. Davy Smith is the chief of infectious diseases at UC San Diego. If we could make a drug that mimics that, that would be great. Or if we made a vaccine that could mimic it, we would all benefit. He says that They've done it for other diseases. It is a good idea to go look for why people naturally are resistant. For the lucky ones. I hope there's more people like me that are not going to get it. And I hope that just continues. Stacy Lynn, CBS News. A day after admitting to its first COVID cases, North Korea revealed today there have been at least six deaths and more than 300,000 have needed treatment. Steve Kathan, CBS News. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partly sunny, a warm, muggy day today, 67 to 75, mostly cloudy tonight, 62. Mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, maybe a late day shower. Another warm, muggy day between 70 and 81. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, and again, a chance for a late day shower. Warm and humid between 72 and 83. That's your Channel 3 early morning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. All right, 75 outside our WICH studios. Keith C. Rice. Friday for Stu Breyer. Friday the 13th. Do we, does anybody really care about Friday the 13th? I mean, I'll talk a little more about that in a second. We'll take your calls, of course. I see you calling 860-889-5252. I think Friday the 13th is a tad overrated. With that being said, I'll knock on wood. <laughs> uh, quick sports check here. Yankees just continue to roll 15-7 to over the White Sox in Chicago. Mets are hot as well. The two New York baseball teams uh, can't do anything wrong. Mets beat Washington 4-1. Uh, of course, Bruins and hockey beat Carolina 5-2. Game 7 down in Raleigh, North Carolina tomorrow at 4-30. Good luck to the Bees. The Seas tonight, 7.30, Game 6 in Milwaukee. Bucks with a 3-2 lead in that series. Celtics looking to do what the Bruins did last night and force a seventh game. And if there is a Game 7, that'll be Sunday at 3.30. 20, uh, the 2022 NFL regular season schedule came out yesterday. Uh, to open the season, the reigning Super Bowl champion Los Angeles Rams will host the Buffalo Bills in the first game of the new season, which will be Thursday, September 8th. And the Patriots and Giants will both play on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, that's what it's okay. <clears throat> Gino Capaletti, uh, some sad news. And, uh, 
in, in football yesterday as uh, Gino Capaletti, a former AFL MVP and original member of the Boston Patriots, was part of the franchise for five decades as a player, coach, and broadcaster, passed away at the age of 89. RIP to Gino and, and Rich Strike. Uh, from horse racing here will not run the Preakness after his major upset to win the Kentucky Derby last weekend. 11.07, you're up to date. Keith C. Rice, I'd love to talk to you at 860-889-5252. Uh, let's try line two. Good morning, WICH. Good morning, Keith. Hey. Larry M. Larry M. Since we last spoke, Red Sox won one game. Yeah, Cora shaves the beard. They win. And then, uh, let, I'm not counting the second, the second night because he got thrown out, which... That was a horrendous call. So I think Cora, not counting that that game where they lost, it was another horrific loss. By the we way, have, Cora is still one to zero in my book with the uh, with the shaved with the shaved face. Baltimore went six and four. Nah, pff, I mean, I'm four not worried six. about Baltimore. I, I'm more worried we're, about we're, we're two games behind him now. I know, I know, but you know what? Before he can blink, I think this team is good enough. The Red Sox, I think they're good enough to pass the Orioles. Tampa and Toronto are still reachable. The Yankees are on another planet. Just lost four in a row. I know. Tampa and Toronto, I think they can catch. I think the Sox will go on a roll. The Yankees right now are on another planet. They're just uh, they'll come back down to earth. I think a little. I think this team, the Yankees, are as good as they are. They're having the same season we had last year. Yeah, they're a little one dimension. It's funny because you know, remember back in the day, Larry M, when Red Sox fans would get all excited about a hot start and Yankee fans would laugh in our face and say, ha, 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 it's yeah. only May. Now you're hearing Yankee fans doing what Red Sox fans did years ago. I got buddies of mine on Facebook posting stuff about Aaron Judge and they'll tag me. I'll go, I just comment, I put May 11th. Dan hit, what, three home runs yesterday? Hey, yeah, I'll give them credit where credit is due. They're on fire. But it's May, th- it's May 13th now. You know, I mean, granted, we're what, a, a quarter into the season. Sox better get their act together if they want to even sniff Especially the playoffs. That division, I mean, yeah. they're not going to play each other as much this year because they got to play all the teams in the American League. And the Yankees, uh, i tell you one thing. You know, Cole is Cole. Garrett Cole is Garrett Cole. But this Cortez kid has stepped up. So their pitching has been a little bit... from the Mets, right? Right. Nestor Cortez, yeah. I, their pitching has been a little better than I thought it would be. Um, can it can it continue to uh, be good? We'll have to see. Uh, the bullpen, Yankee bullpen, has been lights out. So Well, we'll we, we have... Would you call, say, look, we have bad luck. Jeremiah hit a... Walk, walk off the home run that he never uh, did in his whole life before. Yeah, well, us. you know what's killing the Red Sox is uh, not just these bad losses. Here is the main reason why they stink right now. And I don't know why what's holding them back from making Garrett Whitlock the closer. Put Garrett Whitlock as your closer. They have 10 blown saves. That's insane. 10 blown saves. Unbelievable. Make Whitlock the closer. I don't know. Wait, what's the, Come on. It's not rocket science. Do he's your best he, he, pitcher. Behind he's, like this, he's your best pitcher, and he—he's he, oh god. Anyway, I that, got one thing on the, on the political scene. Okay, all these all these ladies that have innocence that can't get uh, the stuff. Uh, your uh, what do you call that stuff? They got what is they got for the babies? No oh, uh, abortion. No, no, no. The, the food they get. Oh, I thought you were, yeah, don't go down, we're not, no, gonna go do down. we're not going down that road. Um, uh, um, oh, the, what the hell is it called? What they, what they feed the baby. Oh, baby, a formula. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'd like to let the ladies know that there's a whole warehouse on the, su- on the southern border full of, full of that stuff and diapers for illegal aliens. Yeah, because there's a sh- there was a shortage, wasn't there? Or something? Yeah, they, they can't get any. But that there's a warehouse on the southern border full of, of that stuff. 
On the southern border. What do you yeah. mean the southern border? Like uh, well, border of Mexico and the United States. Oh, that's southern border. Okay. Right. And they, there's a whole warehouse down full full of formula and diapers. Well, they got to bring some of that over here. It's over here. But oh, they, they got it for the illegal aliens when they come over with their kids. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, right. Which the, the, the administration is taking care of of the aliens, but they're not taking care of our ladies. Yeah, well, hopefully that'll change. All right, have you a know. good show, kiddo. You too, Larry. Thank you. Yep. All right, good to hear from uh, Larry right out of the gates there. 860-889-5252, W-I-C-H. T-C. Hey, hey, Marvin, calling early. Yes. Actually, I was earlier, but your phone system hung up on me. <laughs> uh, well, was it, what, what, what did you call? Because it was 1030, we had a guest on. So I what, know that. I listened. Oh, okay. I listened to your guest. Amen for a Catholic education, right? Well, I didn't get a Catholic education. I went to Broad Street, Greenville, and Kelly. Oh, okay. And then I went to NFA. Well, nothing wrong with that either, but uh, wrong I'm a little all, biased. Right? I'm a little biased. Well, because I, um, I had parents who uh, were encouraging. I did my homework. I, I learned the easy way to go through school at a very young age. You know what the easy way is to go through school? And I taught for three years at you did? Fort St. Lucie oh, High School. Wow. Okay. The easy way is you, you read the material, you do your homework, you participate in class, you take notes, and then you do real well on your test. Is that the Cliff Note version? <laughs> <laughs> Not the- no, actually, I read all the books. I was, um, <clears throat> I was very fortunate... And I'd, I really should look up and see if this gentleman is still alive. Um, my English teacher in the seventh grade, his name was Goodman, um, and he um, got people that he recognized as having reading difficulties. I had difficulty reading because I read every word. I had to look at every word. You know, I had to be, you know, like monk. You know, I had to, you know, go through it, you know, piece by piece. And so... Um, he had this little machine that would um, that would um, pop up phrases, and so you had to like read a phrase. You you had to you know train your mind mm-hmm. to read phrases, so you could read more than just one word at a time. Because really good reading, if you have to focus and concentrate and do one word at a time, you know, I get when I get stuff from the VA, I do that one word at a time, okay? Mm-hmm. But if I just get, you know, mail, I, I read phrases. And he had, of course, back then you had study halls. And so you could, you know, you could pick up things to do during study halls. And he had a class, he gave a class on... They called it speed reading, but you're really not a speed reader. It's just good reading. That's what I called it. Mm-hmm. And in the seventh grade, I really learned how to read. And it was probably one of the best things that ever happened to me. Because then in the eighth grade, I could read very well. And then through high school, I read very, very well. And even to this day, I love to read. I have a million books in this house. I probably, you know, if I go to a yard sale and there's a box of books... <laughs> That's I do the same thing. I do the same thing when I'm when my wife and I are in a store and there's a book section. I say, "See you later." I'll be in the book section. And uh, I do, and I spend. It doesn't matter what store, but as a book section, I'll see you there. I like to read too. Now, um, I try, you know, I try and read as much as I can here and there. Are you? What kind of book do you like, John Grisham? I mean, do you, I like history. I do not like anything fiction. Okay, you're not because a fiction. fiction is for me. I, I I know it sounds terrible, but for me, fiction's useless. 
right now I'm finishing up the Swamp Fox Francis Marion. And, you know, it's interesting. I was stationed in South Carolina for four years, and you'd see Francis Marion everywhere. And I never, ever once got interested in that for some reason. I don't know. I think I was more focused on my Navy career. And now I'm reading about Francis Marion and what they did during the Revolutionary War and how he got together with Cherokee tribes and they taught him how to survive in the swamps. And let me tell you something. Um, these guys, when we talk about being patriotic, okay, I go to a parade and carry a flag. These guys lived in a swamp and ate worms. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean, literally, they, you know, when you talk about being patriotic, think about what these guys did. Think about Valley Forge. I mean, you know, yeah. people were freezing to death. People were, like, frozen in ice at Valley Forge. I've been to Valley Forge plenty, uh, a couple times. So you know what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and it's all, and, and you know what? And and this this is a good segue. This Brittany Griner. Oh. Okay. Now hang on a second. The WNBA weren't they kneeling and disrespecting our national anthem? They were at one point up there. And now she's crying. Now she's crying to our ambassador. Yeah. About how she's this great American. Mm, okay. Sounds fishy to me. Where where were you when you were kneeling and disrespecting my national anthem? That's that's a very that's a fair point. Very good point. A very good point. And the Yukon Husky girls, same thing. I will not watch them. They walked off the court during the national anthem. So I will never ever watch them. Oh yeah, when was that again? When did they do that? That was like two years ago. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I I'm with you on that. Yeah, totally. about two years ago. Uh, you know, and I love you to know, see our local give, teams give, do well. You know, another ten million dollars, okay, of taxpayer money. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know, I know. So I, that our mm. so that our girls can disrespect our national anthem. I'd love and to know. Flag. I'd love. To, I'd love to know what Gino thinks about that. He'll never probably talk about that. Never. Oh, he needs a good smacking around. <laughs> I know where he lives. Actually, believe it or not. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, he lives in, like Manchester or something, doesn't he? <laughs> he lives down on the shore too. He's got yeah. a house in the shore. Oh, he's too. probably got a few. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I won't disclose the location because <laughs> I know his neighbors. So. But yeah, wasn't that? I mean, not that I want to go back to that period, but uh, when you had the NFL players doing it, and then, huh. um, and then of course the the women's basketball players huh. and uh, just all these athletes. It, was, it really, you know, you know how big of a sports fan I am. It just turned me off, and and I think they've stopped doing it for the most part. But you know, and then you bring up the Brittany Griner thing. It's come on, you know, it's just please. When you go to a foreign country, let me explain something to y'all. Because I've been to foreign countries many, many times. And when we were in Spain, we were in Rota. Um, a bunch of guys from the crew, they got a little rowdy, and they stole a Spanish flag. And they got caught. Oh. And they got thrown in jail. And guess what? They were kept there for the whole patrol. They didn't go on patrol with us. Because the Spanish said, we respect our flag, and you're going to respect it while you're in our country. And I'm telling you what. <laughs> How about that, huh? Yeah. They miss ship's movement. That's court-martial, <laughs> so they got court-martialed when we, when we came back. And, uh, you know, hey, we need the consequences or consequences. You know, every time I broke the law, I've got hammered, okay? I had to pay the fines. I've had to go to jail. I've had to do my time, and uh, and that's the way it is. That's and right. And I understand that, and I did it, and it's done. You know? Over. Yeah. <clears throat> but, well, um, but, 
uh, yeah. So she's gonna she's gonna be in there in there for another month eating borscht, <laughs> eating borscht and elk elk stroganoff, yeah. which is very good actually. Um, when I was in Russia, I had a lot of elk. Did you really? I always oh, yeah. wondered. Oh, they have elk herds. They actually herd elk. Like cattle. I'm trying to think if I've ever tried elk because I had a, when I did mornings in Pennsylvania, I worked with a buddy who used to love to hunt. And one morning he brought in venison, and I'll try anything. I'm open mild. I will try. I tried venison. This is live on the air too. When I tried venison, I said this is damn good. So I'm trying to think if he ever brought in elk. I want to say he did at one point, but well, the trick is now. I had a very good friend that was from West Virginia. West by God, Virginia, and he was a deer hunter, and so, like, he'd take a deer, and he had lots of meat, so he'd share it with all of his friends, but he ground everything. He took it, he put the deer on his, the hood of his truck, took it right down to the butcher shop, and for, like, you know, a hundred bucks, the butcher would, would grind everything. Wow. Yeah. Uh, some people like to have venison steaks or, oh. you know, mm. wine or something like that. Sounds good. He would, but he would grind everything. And we would make chili. And the trick. Oh, chili! Here's a tr- here's a trick. You put you put the deer meat venison into which is ground into a into a, a pan, and then you cover it with lime juice. This is a Florida trick. What? Oh lime yeah, juice. lime juice. And and trust me, you won't taste the lime when you cook the chili. <laughs> you drain it off, and then you cook it like it's like it's ground. And it, it does have a heartier flavor, obviously, than beef. Uh-huh. But it doesn't have that spunky, you know, because, like, there's deer in my yard here, and they're eating my juniper trees. Oh, we got a raccoon in our dumpster outside in the parking lot here right now. <laughs> Literally, John Knight went out there before, yeah, I'm sorry. That's, that's really West Virginia. Oh, my God, yeah. So, yeah, before, sorry, not to get off the subject. We'll come back to that in a second. But this morning, before 10 o'clock, John Knight stops in to talk to me and Danny O, and he goes, yeah, there's a raccoon. Because I guess the cleaning people left the dumpster wide open. <laughs> So John likes to check, which is a very good on his part, to see, you know, there's the raccoon. There's a tree right outside. The, the raccoon can climb up the tree, and there it is, sitting in the dumpster. So he put a stick in there. The poor little guy or girl, I don't know, can climb out. So we checked on him about 945 and was cuddled in garbage. So hopefully the raccoon can get it, get himself out. But anyway, back to the this. this it was, you said it was a Florida meal, you said? Well, um, it's a trick that you use lime juice if you have ground uh, venison and deer meat. Use lime juice. Soak it overnight with lime juice, and it it, it neutralizes it. It takes away the bitterness, and you mm. still have the hearty. You still have that nice hearty flavor. Wow, that's, that's different, you know. But um, I love chili. Oh, so and, do I. And I then you just, oh. just then you just use it. You just make your regular chili recipe. Oh, you know? I would eat chili every day if I. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if it's ninety five <laughs> degrees. You know, chili. My wife makes a killer chili, and she likes to do that during the winter. And it's, chili's great, definitely during the winter months. But I don't care if it's the freaking smack dab middle of summer. You give me a hot bowl of steaming chili, spicy chili. I'm all about it. Oh. You know, I'm the same way with chicken noodle soup too. Uh, it can be July tenth, ninety degrees out. I will. I will. Eat boil up some chicken noodle soup and eat it, suck it right down in 90 degree weather. As long as the AC's on, uh, that'll... <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now you got me thinking about this. See, uh, I don't think my wife will ever cook venison. She uh, she likes to cook, but I don't know if... Uh, that that uh, recipe just... Uh, just uh, uh, read off there was sounds amazing. Oh, my well, God. Well, I keep it simple. I love, I love a lot of onions. And then I use the um, diced tomato. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, you know... Diced tomato, onions, flour tortillas. I'm a flour tortilla guy. Yep. yep. And uh, 
And there you go, rock and roll, baby. Oh, it's, it's look now you got me thinking about that as we approach lunchtime. You know, I mean, uh, oh, you know what I had the other night? Our neighbor cooked this. Speaking of like food, I don't even know if I'm going to pronounce this right. Is it fr- frita, 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 frittata, frittata? Yeah. I, I I forgot what it was. I was at a meeting at a Knights of Columbus meeting the other night, and she texts us, "Hey, I'm dropping some. Uh, how do you say it again? Frittata. I'm dropping some frittatas off on your uh, on your porch step." And my wife's been busy this week too. She goes, "Oh, thank you." So it was amazing. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like an—it's just a variation of a taco that's open, basically frittata. Oh, yeah, very good. Very kind of yeah. They're, they're, she, they were flat, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 With yep. uh, some ham in there. Some uh, she had ham and eggs. Is that what we're talking? Are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it was very good. So. Um, <laughs> now they're talking about food. Uh, what else is going on? Well, that was one of the things, and I hope I'm not holding anybody up, but that was one of the things in South Florida that I really loved. And, you know, I coach soccer. You're talking about hockey You coach earlier. soccer? Really? Yeah. Right. Um, well, I went all the way to... I went all the way to Sea Coach. I went to Coco Expo, Coco Beach. I I put a lot of time. I had three boys, so I put a lot of time and money into coaching. I refereed. I was level eight, level nine. Um, I like coaching better than refereeing. That's for sure. Um, yeah, referees get bottles thrown at them. You know, coaches, coaches yeah. just get like tomatoes thrown at them. So, anyways, so um, uh, so I went all the way to to sea level, which means I can coach collegiate. Um, but the number one thing that I always tried to impress on my, my people, my players, and we were co-ed because we didn't have a girls and a boys league, and, and I had some really, really good young ladies on my team. We're talking, you know, 10, 11, 12-year-olds. And the number one thing was pass that ball. Do you remember when the Swedes toasted us in the Olympics? They were uh, passing yeah, that puck. Yeah, yep. You kept that puck for two seconds. Bam, 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 in. Bam, 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 in. Yeah, yep. And we got and we got trounced. I remember that. And that was that was four years after our miracle on ice. And I guess we were looking for another miracle on yeah, ice. Talk about a wake up call after yeah. that. <laughs> wow. But the, but the Swedes gave us a clinic, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they t- said you could take that miracle on ice and shove it up your you know what. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that so well. Yep. I I watched all of that. I uh, I happened to be an off crew at the time, and uh, well, I think we brought this up before too. Uh, you've seen the the movie Miracle with uh, with, uh, uh, what's his name plays Herb Brooks. I always forget his name. <sighs> Is it uh, Kurt, Kurt? Ross, Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's Russell. That's it. He, I always oh, get those two mixed he up. Played, yeah, this, I think it's, yeah, Kurt Russell. He played a great Herb Brooks. Have you seen the movie Miracle? Yeah. Yeah, great, great job. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, I always get Hurt and Russell mixed up. I don't know why. Yeah, I know. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's kind of like uh, Sandra Bullock and uh, what's the other one there? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Sandra Bullock and the other really good-looking one. Uh, uh, I can't think of her name. I can't think of her name either. Julia Roberts. Yeah. I, I always get them mixed up. I don't know why. I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> yep. All right, buddy. All right, buddy take I'll, care. Well, yeah, maybe I'll talk to you uh, before 2 to, uh, today. All right. All right. Thanks, Marvin. I got to do some errands, but I'll be listening. Enjoy those errands. Be safe. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. 860-889-5252. Uh, quick break. And back with more of your calls. 1126 at WICH. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Have you ever been dehydrated? I'll be back in a split second with some advice on this subject. 
The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. Water is essential for nearly every bodily function, including the regulation of core body temperature. As you might suspect, the incidence of dehydration is more frequent during the summer months. Watch for the following symptoms. Severe thirst, dark urine, decreased urine production, fatigue or weakness, dry skin and lips, decreased sweating, nausea, faintness or loss of appetite, confusion or dizziness, and headache, body aches, and muscle cramps. You can prevent these symptoms by drinking plenty of fluids, even before you feel thirsty. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. The hassle, the mess, the price. Don't let finding professional tree service bring you down instead of your trees. You need SAB Tree Experts. We treat your property like it's our own. We are the affordable professional tree service. From tree and stump removal to excavation and lot clearing services, you can count on our professionals for quality services at affordable prices. We show up on time, clean up after ourselves with as little damage to your yard as possible. We actually answer your phone calls. It's our motto that no call is left behind. Plus, the owner, Steve Boucher, is there on every job. We're licensed, bonded, and insured. Our crew of four professionals has over 92 years combined experience. And we have a 92-foot dyno lift. So remember, when it comes to finding reliable, professional, affordable tree service, you need SAB Tree Experts. 886-1740. SABTreeExperts.com. All right, 1129 on a Friday, Friday the 13th at WICH. It's uh, Keith C. Rice at 860-889-5252. Wow, I wonder if we're going to hit 80 degrees before I get out of here at 2 o'clock today. It's already 77. And we do need a fan in the studio. I think I may bring a personal fan next week. I'm in shorts. Not to get personal. (laughs) These studios just get so hot. And uh, I've done this before. I brought my own fan to not not this not the WICH studio, but another one of our uh, hall studios here. I just don't uh, you, you know. It's an old building, so ventilation system probably isn't uh, up to speed. But yeah, if it's like this next week, I'm definitely bringing a fan. All right. Before we get back to more phone calls, front page New London Day. How about Sailfest possibly being canceled? And I guess uh, it's uh, it's coming down to staffing concerns. Staffing concerns. Um, the London Police Union has asked the city to cancel the planned return of Sailfest. This was supposed to be the return of Sailfest. I guess, uh, and according to the New London Day here, the union, in a letter with the mayor and other city officials, argues that departments' numbers have fallen to a near record, near record low of 59 sworn officers in other departments that typically provide mutual aid for the event 
and are suffering similar staffing issues. So it's not necessarily, well, it could be tied in with COVID, people that don't want to go back to work because they're scared of large crowds, and understandable. But come on, Sailfest is supposed to be coming back. The return of Sailfest. It's, now it, it, you know, it's not officially canceled, but it could be canceled. Yeah, we shall see, as we like to say. W-I-C-H, hello, good morning. Hey, good morning, KC Ray. What KC up? KC at your service. What up, my buddy? Listen, my bro. Hey, I go to NPR at nighttime and stuff. I don't really like BBC, but I do. But I was up last night, and you're the wizard when it comes to talking about sports. I heard a guy went up and, and he hugged a 76er. I didn't know the 76er. They lost in game six. Is that true? They yeah, lost my, the my, my condolences to the 76ers. Their season is over now. Yeah. But they... Didn't they, I never even knew they got to the playoffs. Yeah, well, come on, Philly guy. Yeah, they lost. They were eliminated by Miami last night. Miami, okay, the Heat. That's okay. Well, you're on top. Listen, man. <laughs> no, and I love I love Danny O. Man, he talks. You know, he's a man. He really is a tough guy. He's he, a man's and I've man. I've known him for years. You know, he he predicted certain predictions for Carolina if they don't do this and don't do that and all that. And he fesses up because, man, I was off. I was wrong. Yeah, he picked so, Carolina in six, and now uh, it's going to a game seven, so we'll see. I know it, man. And then yourself. Oh, you're a Celtics fan, right? Oh, I'm a huge Celtics fan, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought you We got a big game player. tonight. I, we thought gotta... you, I thought you liked Dr. J in the 70s. Oh, I, love, I, like oh, Do- yeah. I respect Dr. J. I mean, I, remember, I grew up in that era, but uh, I uh, I'm, you know, I was born a Larry Bird fan. Come on, Larry Bird, baby. I know you are. Oh. And you know what? You, and I, I, I'm interested. I like that Lakers, how they built up Pat Riley and, and the Celtics Lakers. That's, that's, oh, that's nothing better. Fast. Did you take you know, my advice? you talked about. Yeah, I did, like you, wa- did you watch it, Winning Time? Yeah. Yeah, it's really a good show. They did a great job of that. I think the guy who plays Dr. Jerry Buss, uh, which is John C. Riley, did a great job of that. Uh, I, I, it's it's over now. I think it's like ten episodes. It would drop a new episode would drop every Sunday night, and um, mm-hmm. I think it's done now. But they did a good job of that, um, especially if you're into that Celtics Lakers '80s rivalry, uh, which is what I grew up on. And uh, you know the whole bird magic. But speaking of bird magic in the NBA, did you hear about this? They yeah. renamed the trophies for the Eastern. Uh, uh, what is it now? The Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference Finals MVP and the Western Conference Finals MVP. The Eastern Conference MVP will be named the Larry Bird Trophy, and the Western Conference MVP will be named the Magic Johnson Trophy. I'll be damned, huh? huh? Yeah, it was pretty good. And Bird, Bird had a funny yeah. comment uh, about it yesterday. Yeah, well, he's... when I was talking to last time, I wanted to say, and I said, and Lou Alcindor, when I was a kid in the 60s, he played for the Milwaukee Bucks. Yep. He went to UCLA. That's Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. That is, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was, he was a... Yeah. His real name was Lou, and they, when he make a Lou Alcindor. Yep, and if you remember, I what, remember his Alcindor, number thirty three, yep. Milwaukee Bucks. And he played for the uh, UCLA. Magic came out of Michigan State in nineteen eighty. Bird came out of Indiana State, and Indiana, nineteen. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you might know if you watched that series or the Lakers series. Uh, nineteen eighty, Lakers beat Philadelphia in that fir- first time. Magic gets in the finals as a rookie, and remember Kareem's hurt in that game six. Magic plays center and and just goes off and the Lakers wrap up that series in Philly then 1981 Celtics and Lakers still don't meet it's the Celtics in Houston and Boston wins that and then in 82 I think it was Philly Lakers again or uh, the Celtics Lakers didn't Bird and Magic didn't actually meet if I'm not mistaken until 1984 and then Celtics won that one and then it was Celtics Lakers 85 Lakers win 
Celtics win in 86 over Houston, and then Celtics-Lakers again. We had to wait till 87, and the Lakers just went on to, you know, Lakers kind of dominated the 80s. There were five titles, and Bird they got... I got yeah. yeah, Bird I got to tell you, though, I served all my, the 1980s under uh, President Ronald Reagan. I did all my 80s in the Navy. I got away from Switzerland, but I'm, you got me. I'm lost in the sauce. Wasn't it 81 when the, finally the Philadelphia 76ers won? No, Sixers won in 83. They finally beat the Lakers. So the Lakers it did lose. Okay, 83, I was overseas. Okay. Yeah, the Lakers, it was either Lakers, Cel- Celtics, or Philly, or, or Houston in, in the 80s there. And then the late 80s, that's when the Pistons, the bad boys, came in uh, towards, yeah. the, uh, towards the yeah. end of that oh, era. Yeah, yeah, and I asked Danny. I said, that guy, Lambeer or something, he was 70. Bill Lambeer. Oh, remember those Celtics? He just passed, he passed, he had a size 20 shoe. No, that was Bob Lanier who just passed away. Bob, Bob Lanier. Lanier, that's it. Who was the guy, Lambeer? I said, uh, Danny, I said, he always wore like a mask on the side of his face. Bill Lambeer. And boy, he, him and the Celtics, they, they hated each other. Remember Bird and Lambeer? He was a power forward, wasn't he? Uh, he was, and Bird and him, remember they got in fist fights left and right on the court. Oh, my time. God, he was nasty. That's what I was thinking. I said, he can't be 74. Well, hey, He's not. Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer, Dennis Rodman, Adrian Dantley. Uh, who else? <laughs> oh, Joe. Joe. Uh, what's his name? Joe Dumars. Uh, they had. Uh, man, they had a you great got team. your shit together, and you know your teams, man. But what was his name? The guy that played with the mask. It looked like the Phantom. Bill Lambeer. Bill Lambeer. Yeah, yep. I, I said in Danny because I don't know that guy, Joe, but. Maybe you know Marty would know, or uh, certainly Keith. Yep, yeah, Bill Lambier. Yeah. I tell you but, that. Uh, one one last thing on the Doctor J. He went Mass UMass. He, he was a yeah. He went to UMass. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And uh, that big that big nerd. And I love Charles Barkley, but that other guy uh, Malone. Oh, uh, Carl Malone, the mailman. Oh yeah, man! I seen him go up, and he he shattered the backboard, man. Yep. Oh yeah, no 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 Moses! Like You're thinking of Mo- well. Don't it, forget it all trickled down right on the court. He shattered. Don't forget it. It there was, was amazing. Moses Malone played for the Sixers. You're not talking about Moses, are you? Moses or Carl? I I think it was Moses Malone, wasn't it? Yeah, Moses played with Doctor J, right? <clears throat> yeah, Moses Malone, not Carl Malone. He, he was the mailman. And it's really sad that the, the mailman and, and John Stockton didn't win any titles with Utah. They, they, all those they had some great teams, the Utah oh, yeah, Jazz, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they played in the Jordan right, era. Here's the pick of your tonsil day. You're talking about food, and I told Stu, he goes, Joe, Joey's got a recipe, I, and, and, and Susan called up, I make a heck of a clam dip, and I like Cape Cod salt and vinegar chips, they're the best for dipping because they don't break and they taste so good. Today, I got a whole pound sliced paper thin, Italian roast beef, I, I cooked it up real slow in the oven, oh. uh, I'm sorry, on top of the stove with sauteed onions and roasted red peppers. And then I add some gravy to it tonight on rolls, oh. hot roast beef sandwiches. Oh baby. my god! Oh yeah, it's, oh. it's just as good as yeah, man. Yeah, I think I gotta go now. And the, and the gravy trips <laughs> out of those kinds of rolls, and, it's, and it, I load them up, man. There's nowhere to beef wow. in my house, man. It's loaded. Thank you, JP. I love you, man. I want to listen to you the rest of the day. I don't want to hog up too much time, man. You got the, you got the sports down, man. You should be a sports. <laughs> go for work. Well, and, hey, uh, hey, before, ESPN or something. Well, before I before Brady, I let you, man, look at Brady. He's got a two hundred seventy million dollar contract uh, waiting on his. Yeah, life. I want to talk about that. Puke. Before I let you go, uh, yeah. there is uh, we uh, there's some talk there's some talks in the works 
uh, of Danny O, Marty, and myself maybe doing a little Friday sports from like 9 to 11, possibly. So. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. You guys, hey, the three, I'll call you the, uh, the Pep Boys, Manny, <laughs> Moe, and Jack, man. I mean, not, not the Stooges, because you're far uh, from Stooges. You're not uh, Moe, and Crow. I'll call you the Pep Boys. That was an old, right. like a Benny's back in Philly. You get tires and all that. It's called the Pep Boys, Manny, Moe, and Jack. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Bring it on, man. I would love that. That'd be a variety show and a half. All right, Jay. See you later. Later, bro. All right. My Philly guy there. Yeah, it's, it's, that'd be fun. If, you know, it's, it's in the works. Danny and I kind of brought it up off the air after he joined me this morning. I'm like, you know, that'd be kind of fun. Maybe do a Friday little sports chat just to, uh, and then, you know, maybe 9 to 11, that kind of thing. We're going to kick that around. Kick the tires, as they like to say on that. So, you know, because I, I know the three of us really, uh, we like talking sports, as you probably didn't notice. Um, what was I going to bring up? I uh, totally forget now. Well, that'll happen. 11.39 at WICH. Uh, I'm going to take a quick break, and we'll come back with more of your calls at 860-889-5252. Hi, everyone. Joyce Hart here from Hart's Greenhouse. Spring is here, and it's time to get planting. Hart's has everything you need for your gardens, porch, and patio. We have hanging baskets galore, sun baskets such as million bells, scavola, lantana, portulaca, and, of course, petunias, our favorite pink bubblegums. Baskets for shady spots, too, like impatience and fuchsias. The hummingbirds love them. Hearts has tons of vegetable and herb plants so you can grow your own healthy veggies this summer. We carry a full line of proven winter brand plants, too. Tried and true varieties sure to perform in your garden or on your patio. Hearts also has hibiscus and mandevilla and more for a taste of the tropics. Check out our selection of garden decor, wind chimes, flags, doormats, statues, and pottery. Hearts is everything you need for a great gardening season. Stop by one of our stores today, Route 6 in Brooklyn, Route 14 Canterbury, Clinton Avenue in Norwich, Route 2A in Preston. Open seven days a week. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Are you planning on adding to or building the home you've always dreamed of? Dime Bank is one of the few local lenders to offer construction loans, and our residential lending team can help you keep costs down as your walls go up. So if you have the perfect blueprint, we have the perfect loan. It's your home, your bank, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS, 493-990. All right, 11.40.20 before noon at WICH. I remember I was going to say. I just want to remind you that, of course, from 12 to 1, we do Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour. Kind of catch our breath, grab a quick bite to eat, uh, regather our thoughts, and then uh, kind of reopen the phone somewhere between 1.15 and 1.30 as we get ready to, you know, 2 o'clock. Of course, Fox Across America and Jimmy Fallon. I just saw John Knight walk by the window. I don't know if he can hear me. I want to get an update on the uh, the raccoon, the little friend we have in the dumpster. <laughs> I'm scared to death of raccoons. I, I'll be honest. I mean, they're, animals are animals. But uh, when John came in and, and, and informed Danny O and myself that there's a raccoon in the dumpster, probably because the cleaning people left it open, which is a whole other story. But anyway, hopefully that... Uh, he put a stick in there, John did, so hopefully the raccoon will find its way out. It looked pretty settled in the trash there around 9.45, which was, wow, a couple hours ago. All right, uh, not a bad weekend. Warm temperatures have arrived, you haven't noticed. 75 outside the WICH studios. Warm and muggy today, only going down to 62 tonight. Sun and clouds, 81 tomorrow. Sun and clouds, maybe a late day shower for Sunday, 83. All right, 11.42 at WICH. 
Uh, t- talking to JP and just bringing back those Celtics Lakers uh, memories from the eighties. I'm sorry, you know, I just turned fifty. That was, and I, I always I continue to see highlights on social media or, or uh, even on TV from time to time when they flash back to the eighties. Man, there was no better time for for the NBA. Yeah, I'll watch a Celtics game tonight, and I got uh, you know a huge interest in that. But man, the Larry Bird, Magic Johnson days, Dr. J. Even the Jordan era in the 90s. I mean, it was just, that's basketball at its best. Um, I would have loved to see, you know, Bird kind of win that rivalry for the most part against Ma- Magic. got the better. Magic got five. Bird finished with like three as far as rings go. Uh, Bird got a little, uh, Bird had back issues towards the end there, forcing him to retire after, what, 12, 13 seasons. But it's hard to believe, as good as Bird and Magic were, and talking to JP just made me think about this, they both came out of college at the same time, 1980, right? They didn't match up against each other until 84. Because I think it went, 1980 was Lakers-Philly. 81 was Boston-Houston. I'm doing this off the top of my head. 82 was, mm, I know 83, Sixers finally got over the hump and they beat L.A. But now I forget it. I, wanna look, I just want to look this up for a second. What was 1982 NBA Finals again? I don't know why I'm blanking on that. Wow, it was Lakers-Philly again. <clears throat> hmm. That was Lakers-Philly again? This time the Lakers won four games to two. So the Lakers beat Philly twice between 80 and 83. Sixers got them once. And then we got Celtics-Lakers in 84. Celtics won that one. And then it was Lakers over Celtics in 85. Celtics over Houston in 86. Lakers over Celtics in 87. Then the Lakers went on to play Detroit after that. So, uh, but I'll tell you, there was no better time. Sorry, I'm just kind of rambling about that. Uh, love reflecting back on the 80s. I think because I just watched that uh, winning time series, uh, The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, which I'm sad that it's over. I look forward to a new episode drop it every Sunday night. All right, uh, I digress. Back to the phones we go, 860-889-5252. WICH. Hello. Oh, let's try this here. Oops, I had to clear the lines there. My bad. Okay, I saw you calling. I think I hit the wrong line there by accident. Sorry to make you wait. I'm just reflecting. I'm reminiscing on the uh, <laughs> on the fun days of the NBA. WICH, hello. Hey, good morning, Mr. Friday. Sue, what's up? Oh, did you watch the horse race last weekend? <sighs> I did not. I was actually out and about, but I was following it. And uh, 80-1, to 1, how about Rich Strike, which not, this is breaking news, Rich Strike will not be in the Preakness. Well, I'm kind of not surprised. I When he outdid those ones um, that were supposed to win, you know, they had a couple that were favorites. I don't think he wants anything to happen to his horse. Seriously, in this day and age, would what happened to the other one? Forget it. Um, but I can tell you a little trivia about that horse. Okay. When I read the next day in the paper the rundown, <coughs> and they said, "Okay, the guy bought it, or whoever the owner is, for thirty thousand from Calumet Farm." Calumet farm is the one Secretariat came from. Oh, okay. And the color of that horse. Now, if I'd have known that, if I was actually at that race, but he came in 30 minutes, uh, he didn't even know he was going to be in the race. He, he came in the last 30 minutes to just put him in. Well, 
if I'd have known he came from Calumet Farm and I looked at the collar, which is the same red color as Secretariat, except there's no white stripe on the face, so white socks on the feet, but he's got that red color, I would have bet on him. And the way he came around from the back and then in through the... You should get on your phone and look at a replay of that. You can do that, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can watch the race on your phone. And um, so, because I've watched it over a couple of times, and I'm like, whoa, that's a good horse. But, yeah, came from the Secretariat's uh, home farm, so I'm not surprised it won like that. As long as, out of nowhere. As long as, that horse, as long as that horse isn't owned by Bob Baffert, who's turned out to be a real... Uh, he, he should... They should he, they should ban him from the sport. You know who I'm talking about. Didn't he but, give, like, a horse PEDs and he's... You know, he that should be a lifetime ban. And yeah, first of all, why are you giving any... a couple any, of years anyway. Oh, that guy's a snake. Jeez. You know, but I mean, well, maybe as a trainer... You know, as long as he doesn't. No, that's like doing uh, PEDs in baseball. You know, you know, some baseball players took uh, performance enhancing drugs to, yeah. to to heal quicker. That's you can't do that. A Patriots player. I'm a huge Patriots fan. Julian Edelman did that, and he got suspended for four games. You can't. You're going to give an animal PEDs now to heal from an injury. You can't do that. Okay. Yeah. Well, then if he's the one who's doing that, yeah, it, it, you know that kind of stuff. Yeah, should be banned. But um, you know. But, you know, in some of these ones, I know it was way back when, I mean, you know your sports and everything, go back to the 80s and everything, but I know, you know, <clears throat> that horse racing was back, that was a 73-year on Secretariat when I was a teenager, but um, the article that they did, oh, Billy Shoemaker, it wasn't Billy Shoemaker, it was Willie Shoemaker, <laughs> they should get a few things right, yeah, you know? Yeah, come on. And um, and they didn't mention Secretariat in the article. They only mentioned the farm, but I knew the farm. So I knew where it came from, but they didn't even mention that. But I don't think anyone cares much for horse racing anymore. Although, Trump was there, and that's what it said in the paper, and Rand Paul, but that's his home state. Did I hear whispers that Elon Musk may lift the uh, Twitter ban for Trump? That's what they're saying, and there's a stall on him buying that right now. It's on hold. Yeah, what's up with the stall? Yeah, what's up with that? He does. He doesn't know if it's worth that much. He thinks it's. Wait a minute. Oh, what are they Forty trolls or fake? But yeah, forty-four million dollars. Come on. I don't know. I, I I don't know. So that's on hold. Rand Paul got that $40 billion for the Ukraine on hold. But I don't blame him. You know what he said? I want someone, if that gets okayed, well, paraphrasing. If it gets okayed, he wants someone to follow the money to make sure where it's spent. Well, why not? That's America's money going over there. You know what I was trying to tell Stu? To give you a barometer? The other day in the paper, it said... Bill Gates, his foundation is worth $65 billion, okay? Mm-hmm. Think about that. So we know he's rich. Um, when you add $40 billion with what Ukraine has already gotten from the U.S. only, $54 billion. They're getting right up there with the Bill Gates Foundation. Wow. And I, that's why I think that, yeah, 
uh, Rand Paul, better find someone, if it gets okayed, to know exactly where that money is going. But that's about it, other than you, you heard, did, did you hear about the baby formula in, incident? Yeah, what, what other shortages are we going to have next? I mean, come on. This is yeah, getting ridiculous. You know what? A guy working on um, in Homeland Security on the border um, sent pictures on his phone to a woman um, rep. I don't know if she's Senate or Congress. I think she's regular, you know, a D.C. rep, you know. He sent them to her, and it's all over the Internet. There are pallets and pallets of our baby formula down on the border to be passed out to illegal immigrants while American children, babies, can't have it. The government grabbed it for them. So the government knew yeah. all along where Again, the baby you know, formula uh, was. Yeah, who cares about the American babies, right? Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, I know, I know. And, and what's Biden saying? Oh, well, we'll get some foreign formula in. No, why can't we have the American formula and you can give all the foreign Chinese or whatever you want to the illegals? It's not fair. So everybody has got to get these Democrats out. They have got to, because this country has got to get back on track and right thinking, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I was just curious if you had seen that. Yeah, I saw it. All right, well, thank you, Sue. All right, maybe and it... check it out on your phone, the, the race. It's yes. really neat, maybe... watching him come up from behind. And wow, down... number 21. And down the stretch they come. All right, yep. thank you, Sue. Number 21, good number, and red and white uh, shirt. All right. Very okay, good. Okay, thanks. Right. Bye. Bye-bye. All right, uh, 1151 at WICH. Wow, this day's flying by. Um, big thanks earlier in our first hour to not only Danny O for joining us in the first uh, 20, 25 minutes, and we hope Marty feels better as well, but uh, Sister Mary Patrick from, and Bob Turner from St. Joseph's School in Baltic. They got an open house coming up uh, this coming Wednesday, May the 18th, and we're talking a little about uh, what goes on there and the great thing that has a Catholic school education and they're looking to increase their enrollment and if so maybe if you have a child or a grandchild that's looking into uh, moving on from public school and you like to get them a Catholic school education there's nothing better you're talking to a guy right here that uh, did Catholic school and boy did I uh, I benefited big time so if you want more information on that about the open house uh, in St. Joseph's School I can help you out with that as well they have an open house again this Wednesday May 18th St. Joseph's School in Baltic uh, all right, top of the hour coming up. We still got time for a quick couple quick calls here. Uh, WICH, hello. Good morning. Morning. This is my first time speaking with you. What is your name? This is Keith, and who's this? Hi, Keith. My name is Patrice. Hi. I listened to the program coming back from New London, um, and I am finding that. Um, there is some judging going on. The only comment I want about uh, I want to make about kneeling is it is a sign of humility. It is not something to disrespect. It's a very serious activity. When you go to mass, you kneel in humility, um, and many religions practice that. That's the only comment I want to make on that. Okay. Um, what I wanted to say is, when I do listen to the program, there are so many different topics 
that it's hard, I think, for people to focus on one. Well, Stu, Stu, Stu Breyer, who's, yep, Stu, Stu Breyer, who's done this program for over fifty-one years, calls it potpourri. So that's what we. That's why you you hear a bunch of various topics. Oh, I'm not objecting. Oh, okay. um, right. in any way, I'm just saying that when people call and when it gets to be a lengthy call, it's three or four or five topics. Okay. Um, and you had that with a person that called in. Um, but at any rate, I just wanted to say that I do focus on issues, but I don't do it on the air. I do it with my computers, and I create folders, and I am working on some objectives both at the city level and the state level and the federal level. Hmm. Okay. They are serious issues. Um, I'm democratic, and people that have listened to me in the past know that. I have no intentions of changing my mind. I had two sets of parents, and they were some of them were democratic, and some of them were Republican. Uh-huh. Um, so when I focus on issues, I don't think about political bias. I just focus on the issue. Okay. Fair. I hope you have a good weekend, Keith, and oh. hopefully I'll talk to you again in the future. Me too. I appreciate the call. You're welcome. Bye bye. Bye bye. Okay, all opinions are welcomed as usual here at WICH. Hello, good morning. Oh my God, you're the star of the week. <laughs> I wouldn't go that to far. Get to, to get through to you is like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, oh, heaven I, to Betsy. Uh, heaven to Who's Betsy? Where's Betsy? Oh, it's an old horse. I know, I know, I'm kidding. I know that expression. But you know, there's so much I want to say to you, and I'll try to get it in before the noon hour. Oh, look, you're you're aware of that? That's good, because you'll be my final call before the top of the hour. Yeah, well, what I want to say is I'm so grateful that you believe, you know, you're a Catholic boy. It doesn't matter whether you're not or but you are, you participate. I think that your parents must be really, really proud. Well, I'm very, and, very lucky. Yeah, you you know, to express your beliefs, and that, it's just wonderful. And plus, there's not a topic that you don't know about. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, try. Um, I'm, I am one of the oldest families in New England, and I mean, every one of my family have been in the revolution, everything, from the day one. But I, I am just so proud. I was trying to get on for forever, you know. I, I mean, and Sue, she's wonderful, you know. But I'm so thankful I got through to you. Um, oh, well, uh, I appreciate folks. that. I appreciate that. You're, you're very nice. <laughs> you know, no, but I mean, you know, of course, I know uh, Larry Bird. My son looked just like him with his curls. Are you serious? Yeah, my wow. son played uh, a basketball and all that. But they used to call him Larry Bird. And how old is my son now? Dear, I think he's 59. So wait, did you say you know Larry Bird, or you're, or you're just telling me about your son, how he looks oh, like? Oh, my son had met him. Really? And Yeah, and you know, this is probably crazy. You know Metallica, right? Oh, of course, yep. Yeah, I know Lars Ulrich. Get out of um, here. What? How? How do you know Lars? Well, because I used to de- deal in real estate, 
and he uh, would, well, anyways, it was in uh, Jamestown, Rhode Island. Okay. He would go there with his family. Wow. And um, I haven't heard from him in a long time because I've since gave that stuff up. You used to stay in touch with Lars, really? No, he used to send me music boxes. Wow. That's, that's, wow. <laughs> that's but, amazing. you know, my son, my son is uh, Acid Nectar. He has his own band, and. Uh, the city uh, near Chicago, uh, my son was going to open up for uh, Metallica, but they wouldn't let him. They wouldn't let Metallica in because of the crowd. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, but, but anyways, I <clears throat> wanted to just say hello, really. Well, you could call and, back. Uh, I tell you what, since we're pushing, uh, since I, I got to run here because of CBS News, uh, yeah, we, reopened, ahead, no, but we reopened the phones like 115, 120, so if you want to call back and if there's something else you want to yeah. talk about. Uh, well, just one thing, folks, I'm looking for a Doberman. Or a Rottweiler, and I guess people will know who I am. Thank <laughs> you, honey. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. Ah, uh, lovely to hear from you. I love Stu's crew. I call him. I call you guys Stu's crew. Stu's crew. I don't know if that's been used before, but hopefully, hopefully, I just initiated that. And I wish I could join you guys on June fourteenth at the um, at the uh, Stu Listener Appreciation Party. But I've been informed that I will be back here at Studio Central. So I don't think. I'll make it out. But, man, a DQ blizzard sounds real good right about now. I'm not going to lie. It's Friday, right? I can have a small blizzard. I've been so good putting better stuff into my body now that I'm 50. You know, i, I got to be honest. I, as much as I love pizza, I don't miss it. I don't miss pizza. I eliminated bread almost a year ago. I don't even miss bread. Um, every morning, i got a big bowl of granola, yogurt, and fruit. And that holds me off to pretty much lunch. You know, we'll kind of treat ourselves, my wife and I, on Friday night. We're still, we still behave ourselves. We eat salads, just eating lighter. That's what it's all about. I feel much better. I'm, I'm working out again. I'm running. I'm lifting, shedding some pounds. So we're getting into the warmer months here. All right. Uh, Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour is next on this Friday, May the 13th. Friday the 13th. You are listening to Personality Radio 1310 WICH Norwich and 94.5 W233 DB Norwich. It is 12... This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. I'm Steve Kathan. New court appearance for WNBA superstar Brittany Griner, who's been detained for three months in Russia. CBS's Cammie McCormick reports Griner was handed more time to wait for a trial. The extension will last a month for the two-time Olympic gold medalist, State Department spokesman Ned Price. We, of course, were monitoring very closely this morning's court hearing. He says a consular officer from the U.S. Embassy in Moscow was able to speak to Griner. The officer was able to confirm that Brittany Griner is doing as well as can be expected under uh, what can only be described as exceedingly difficult circumstances. Griner could face 10 years in a Russian prison after authorities allegedly found vape cartridges with cannabis oil in her luggage. Elon Musk says he's committed to finish off a deal to buy Twitter, but this morning he said it was temporarily on hold as he tries to figure out how many fake accounts are on the platform. 
CNET's Ian Schur. The reality is that looking at Twitter's stock price, anything that's below the price that Elon Musk offered is an indication that Wall Street is betting this may not happen. Twitter stock is down today. Despite new moves and best intentions, experts say it could be weeks before an infant formula shortage begins to ease up. CBS's Scott McFarlane on Capitol Hill. Here on Capitol Hill, the U.S. House Oversight Committee has sent letters to the four major manufacturers of formula. Abbott, Nestle, Mead Johnson, and Perigo asking what they're doing to address the shortage and saying it's a threat to the economic security of families. In the Middle East, trouble at the funeral for a journalist. Israeli police beat Palestinian pallbearers, causing them to nearly drop the casket to the ground. The troops say they were responding to rock throwing. Nurses are protesting today at a courthouse in Tennessee where a colleague will be sentenced for the death of a patient after accidentally administering the wrong medication. Circuit Judge Jennifer Smith. The court has received a number of items of correspondence, letters, uh, voicemails uh, related to this case. White House Coordinator Ashish Jha says the government is already bracing now for what could be another rough winter with COVID. We go into the fall and winter with no treatments, with no new generation of vaccine. We could be looking at a pretty substantial wave of infections. We've had one each of the last two winters, and we obviously need to be planning for such scenarios. United Airlines says it has struck a tentative deal with its pilots' union. Wall Street, right now the Dow is up 471 points. NASDAQ is up 426, and the S&P is up 94. This is CBS News. This hour's newscast is presented by Rocket Mortgage. Need to know what it takes for a home loan to fit your budget and your family? Rocket can. Here at Total Wine and More, you'll find what you love and love what you find, especially our totally low prices. My friends and I are hanging out this weekend, and I'm on cooler duty. Well, these seltzers and canned cocktails, they'll make you the king of the cooler. Oh, that sounds good. Wow, I can fill my cooler without emptying my wallet? Find what you love, love what you find. Only at Total Wine and More. With the lowest prices in Connecticut. Drink responsibly, B21. You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Now we meet the commoner who made pudding fit for a queen. 96-year-old Queen Elizabeth will be able to sink her teeth into lemon and Swiss roll amaretti trifle. Gemma Melvin beat out 5,000 fellow amateur bakers with her entry in the official pudding competition for the Queen's Jubilee. My grand taught me to bake. My nan's signature dish was a trifle and the Queen had lemon posset at her wedding so we put it all together. Gemma says it's made with layers of lemon curd Swiss roll, custard, jelly, Mandarin coulis and amaretti biscuits. It joins the ranks of royal inspired dishes, including coronation chicken and Victoria sponge. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. In a rural stretch between Dallas and Houston, a prisoner serving a life sentence for murder escaped from a Texas transport bus. Authorities say the convict overpowered the driver to make his getaway. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. 
You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partly sunny, a warm, muggy day today, 67 to 75, mostly cloudy tonight, 62. Mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, maybe a late day shower. Another warm, muggy day between 70 and 81. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, and again, a chance for a late day shower. Warm and humid between 72 and 83. That's your Channel 3 early morning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. All right, looks like we are going to hit 80 degrees before I get out of here. We are at 80 right now outside our WICH studios. Keith C. Rice doing stews at lunchtime oldies hour. We kick it off with Holland Oats. They're going to be coming to town Sunday, October 9th, Mohegan Sun Arena. It's Rich Girl. You're a rich girl and you're gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. You can rely on the old man's money. You can rely on the old man's money. It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far because you know it don't matter anyway. Say money, money won't get you too far, get you too far.
explanation She'll just tell you that she came In the year of the cat She doesn't give you time for questions As she locks up your eyes Direction completely disappears by the blue tiled walls near the market stalls. There's a hidden door she leads you to. These days, she says, I feel my life just like a river running through the air of the cat. It's all 
That wasn't enough 
Ambrosia on Stu's Lunchtime Oldies Hour, 1310-94.5 WICH, Keith C. Rice, 1226, got Smokey Robinson coming up, and we'll do Thin Lizzy next. It's a great time to catch up or get ahead of the game. Hi, this is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. Now is the time to get your child caught up on any missed exams, vaccinations, or camp and sports physicals. These may have been put off with the pandemic, but Generations is here to help you and your child now. Did you know that a wellness visit for your child is not just a physical exam? It's also an opportunity to screen for developmental delays, mental health or nutrition concerns, family medical history, and so much more. It's also a great time to get your child caught up on their vaccinations. And as always, staff at Generations can help you access the resources you need to ensure that your child has a healthy and happy summer. Learn more at genhealth.org or call our Norwich office at 860-885-1308 to schedule your child's appointment. New patients are always welcome. Generations Family Health Center. Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. The hassle, the mess, the price. Don't let finding professional tree service bring you down instead of your trees. You need SAB Tree Experts. We treat your property like it's our own. We are the affordable professional tree service. From tree and stump removal to excavation and lot clearing services, you can count on our professionals for quality services at affordable prices. We show up on time, clean up after ourselves with as little damage to your yard as possible. We actually answer your phone calls. It's our motto that no call is left behind. Plus, the owner, Steve Boucher, is there on every job. We're licensed, bonded, and insured. Our crew of four professionals has over 92 years combined experience. And we have a 92-foot dyno lift. So remember, when it comes to finding reliable, professional, affordable tree service, you need SAB Tree Experts. 886-1740. SABTreeExperts.com. You Man, we just fell about the place. 
If that chick don't wanna know, forget her. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. I said.
Sometimes I wonder how I'd ever make it through Through this world without having you I just wouldn't have a clue Cause sometimes it seems like this world's closing in on me And there's no way of breaking free And then I see you reach for me Sometimes I wanna give up, wanna give in I wanna quit the fight And then I see you, baby And everything's alright
Classic one there from Bad English. When I see you smile, Stu's lunchtime oldies hour. On 1310, 94.5 WICH, 1254. Getting ready to put a wraps on the Friday edition of the Lunchtime Oldies Hour. And we'll do that next. Kelly Blue Book Instant Cash Offer is an offer to buy your car. Enter your vehicle ID info, answer some questions, then get an obligation offer to sell or trade it. For all of the it's, kbb.com it. Here at Falvey's with our Memorial Day sales event, there are a lot of great things happening. Let's start your 2022 spring off the right way with a visit to Falvey's Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram. Are you searching for a new vehicle that can handle your family's adventures? Is it finally time to buy that unforgettable ride that you've always dreamed of? We've got you covered with our Jeep Freedom Days. Thinking of a family camping trip this year, but your current vehicle isn't strong enough to pull a camper? With a steady flow of new inventory rolling in and our Make the Switch event, we're sure to have something to fit your needs. Stop in to see us or visit us 24-7 at falvies.com. Let us be your preferred dealer. This is TJ Falvey. Not seeing what you are looking for? Check with us. I'm sure we can save you money. Let's discuss what I have in transit to choose from. Or we could build a custom order together meeting your specifications at Factory Invoice. Falvey's does it better in every way. Falvey's, you're gonna love it. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. Your home for personality radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. You
Personality Radio, 1310 WICH Norwich and 94.5 W233DB Norwich. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Steve Kathan. A court appearance in Moscow for Brittany Griner, the basketball superstar who's been held in Russia for nearly three months. CBS's Cammie McCormick. Griner's lawyer says her pretrial detention in Russia has been extended by a month, but he was optimistic her trial could start soon. The two-time Olympic gold medalist was detained at an airport in Moscow after vape cartridges with oil derived from cannabis were allegedly found in her luggage that could carry a maximum penalty of 10 years in prison. The State Department says Griner is doing well under the circumstances, is being wrongfully held, and should be released. More criticism from Russia aimed at Finland, which is moving to apply for NATO membership, today from Moscow's ambassador to the European Union. Why the current Finnish government has chosen to turn uh, the country into a backwater periphery of NATO? Uh, I cannot understand. Abortion rights supporters rally at the U.S. Capitol. House Speaker Pelosi says the work in Congress is not over, despite the failure in the Senate of a bill that would codify abortion rights into federal law. We fully intend to protect Roe v. Wade, and we will be doing it every single day to protect those who seek care and those who provide care. Are we ready for this fight? I thought so. CBS's Scott McFarlane has more on the latest step in Washington to deal with the growing infant formula shortage. Here on Capitol Hill, the U.S. House Oversight Committee has sent letters to the four major manufacturers of formula, Abbott, Nestle, Mead Johnson, and Perigo, asking what they're doing to address the shortage and saying it's a threat to the economic security of families. The Texas Supreme Court will allow the state to investigate parents of transgender youth for child abuse, but it also ruled in favor of one family that was among the first contacted by child welfare. Elon Musk says he's still committed to the deal to buy Twitter hours after he put out put it on what he called temporary hold. CNET's Ian Schur. Elon Musk essentially is saying he wants to know what he's buying. And so he's put on hold this deal for one of the world's largest technology companies, right? Twitter, one of the world's most influential as well. As he asks for more details about the makeup of the company's users and how it's run. A lawyer for the New York Attorney General's office says they're nearing the end of the three-year investigation into former President Trump and his business practices. Wall Street right now the Dow is up 442 points. This is CBS News. There's always something new under the sun. CBS Mornings, weekdays on CBS. Need an adrenaline rush? Meet Nissan's most advanced lineup like the all-new 400 HP Nissan Z. Or for your off-road adventures, check out the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Road trip? Hop in the Nissan Pathfinder. And for something more electric, there's the stylish Nissan Aria. The best of Nissan is here today, so don't wait. Enjoy the ride now. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. 
KFC knows that when it comes to sharing, there's good and there's finger licking good. A meal with sides, that's good. Three equally delicious sides? So even if one kid loves mac and cheese, another only eats mashed potatoes, and the third is basically 90% french fry, there'll still be no complaints besides why bedtime can't be midnight and ice cream isn't a breakfast food? That's finger licking good. KFC's Sides Lover's Meal. Pick three large sides and pair them with eight crispy tenders or your favorite fried chicken. Order now on the KFC app. Kentucky Fried Chicken. That's finger licking good. Prices and product availability may vary. What's left of a dinosaur that inspired the Jurassic Park movies is sold for millions. The remains of what the movie called a velociraptor brought in $12.4 million with fees at Christie's. They're lethal at eight months, and I do mean lethal. The specimen, believed to be about 110 million years old, was uncovered in Montana. It is the first of its kind, by the artist known as Mother Nature, to be sold at a public auction. Nicknamed Hector by paleontologists, it has a menacing claw on each foot that was used to tear away at its prey. The remains went for double the auction house estimate. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Well, it's estimated Americans have bet more than $125 billion on sports with legal gambling outfits in the four years since the Supreme Court ruling cleared the way for all 50 states to offer it. Two-thirds of states have made it legal. Steve Kathan, CBS News. You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Partly sunny, a warm, muggy day today, 67 to 75, mostly cloudy tonight, 62. Mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, maybe a late day shower. Another warm, muggy day between 70 and 81. Sunday, mix of sun and clouds, and again, a chance for a late day shower. Warm and humid between 72 and 83. That's your Channel 3 early morning forecast. Weather anytime at WICH.com. All right, 79, 79 degrees outside our WICH studios. 105, 5 after 1 on a Friday. You can call me Al or Keith. Paul Simon, WICH. A man walks down the street, he says, why am I soft in the middle now? Why am I soft in the middle? The rest of my life is so hard. I need a photo opportunity. I want a shot of redemption. Don't want to end up a cartoon in a cartoon graveyard. Bone digger, bone digger, dogs in the moonlight. Far away my well-lit door. Just a beer belly, beer belly. Get these mutts away from me, you know. I don't find this stuff amusing anymore. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal I can call you Betty, Betty when you call me, you can call me out A man walks down the street, he says, why am I short of attention? Got a short little span of attention and all my nights are so long Where's my wife and family? What if I die here? Who'll be my role model now that my role model is gone, gone? He ducked back down the alley with some roly-poly little bat-faced girl. All along, along, there were incidents and accidents. There were hints and allegations. If you'll be my bodyguard, I can be your long-lost pal. I can call you Betty, and Betty, when you call me,
third world Maybe it's just first time around Doesn't speak language Holds no currency He is a foreign man He is surrounded by the sound The sound Cattle in the marketplace Scatterlings and orphanages He looks around, around He sees angels in the architecture Spinning in infinity He says amen
classic there from Simply Red. It's holding back the years on AM 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH 119 on Friday. Keith C. Rice for the remaining 40 minutes. We turn things over to Jimmy Fallon on the Friday edition of Fox Across America, of course, following CBS News. And we'll take a few calls, jump back to the phones. 
right after this at 860-889-5252. Spring is here, and now is the time to get your home looking its best. And that means protecting your biggest investment with interior and exterior painting by Joe Tambor Painting. Joe Tambor Painting is a full-service residential and commercial painting company that has been serving customers with the highest quality painting in New London County and beyond since 2001. Joe Tambora Painting is committed to excellence, and that means your job will start on schedule and finish on schedule. And Joe and his crew of experienced painters will take all aspects of the job, from prepping to clean up seriously. Joe Tambora Painting also offers power washing, light carpentry, drywall, staining, wallpaper removal and installation, and can make your home the envy of your neighborhood. Joe Tambora Painting does the highest quality work at a reasonable cost and is committed to excellence. There is no job too big or small. Call Joe Tambora Painting today for a free estimate at 860-886-8150. That's Joe Tambor Painting. Call today, 860-886-8150, and ask for Joe. Summer and Dairy Queen are the perfect fit. Nothing makes kids and adults smile ear-to-ear like a treat from Dairy Queen in Taftville. A DQ Sunday peanut buster parfait, banana split, the incomparable blizzard, and the DQ cake are just a few of the soft-serve treats that has made Dairy Queen in Taftville a mainstay destination for almost 50 years. DQ also grills up some great burgers, chicken, and hot dogs. This summer, make DQ a must-stop. Dairy Queen, fan food, not fast food. Norwich Avenue in Taftville. Yankee Remodeler, since 1971. Yankee Remodeler. This is Pete with Yankee Remodeler. Businesses booming and we're looking for experienced carpenters and painters to join our team. We offer competitive wages, insurance, PTO, tool reimbursement, and more. If you'd like to work for a great company, don't wait. Email your resume to hr at yankeeremodeler.com. Yankee Remodeler! Want to build your career in education while making a difference in the lives of your neighbors? Then TVCCA may have the perfect opportunity for you. We have full-time and part-time openings, including head teachers, assistant teachers, and teacher's aides, and other positions. We offer a generous benefit package with paid holidays and opportunities to grow personally and professionally. Build and advance your career with us and help contribute to the well-being of our community. Apply online at tvcca.org. TVCCA is an equal opportunity provider. All right, 122 at WICH, uh, sun and clouds today. Yeah, well, the sun, well, the sun is kind of out, I guess, right now. I was looking behind me. Uh, 81 right now, so we've exceeded the uh, predicted high of 75. Down to only 62 tonight. Yeah, windows open, AC on, fan, fan definitely on. I'm always sleeping with the fan, even in the middle of winter. Need the fan on. Uh, mix of sun and clouds, 81 tomorrow. And it looks like uh, pretty much the same deal. A little bit warmer on Sunday, getting up to 83. 81 right now at WICH. 860-889-5252. And back to the phones we go to talk to you. Good afternoon. You're on WICH. Hi, KC. This is Maria A. Hey, Maria A. What's up? Um, I just wanted to say with everything going on, and I'm going to do the list um, of everything in the news, baby formula um, shortage, okay? You got the boarded border crisis, uh, food prices through the roof, gas prices Gas prices up. right back up there, yeah. Okay, COVID, you got the uh, cargo snag on the West Coast. You have um, CRT, uh, uh, that's the critical race theory, Um Black Lives Matter, carjackings, crime is up, 
And I want to add to two things, but i just curious. Add to, I'm adding to this list about the Wuhan flu from China that are uh, that ignited this COVID thing throughout the world. Um, so the investigations, uh, from what I could see from the government at the top, is about Hunter Biden and Trump. So the two questions I have is, uh, why aren't they investigating um, where this virus came from, get, the, get those people accountable? And number two, because the, the second thing I'm going to tell you, why is it swept under the rug? So here you go. Um, the second thing I want to I want to know is Derbygate and these people. These two things seem to be swept under the rug. I haven't heard any update other than because of COVID, it was delayed, and then they got convicted. I want to know what the outcome is, as well as the list I just gave you. Well, first so of how all, how do you feel about well, what's going well, on? My my simple answer to this or to you is, what isn't swept under the rug in our country these days? I I I, I you know, as I say this, I roll my eyes. It's just like um, everything's swept under the rug. You never, we're, we're, you know, we are never going to get to the bottom of where this virus came from. I mean, you could. I, I want to know just like well, you. You don't want I, to I, mess with China for no, one thing. No, of course and I not. Think that's why. But, but I'm with you. I mean, I. I think that's more of a, um, uh, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for, a uh, rhetorical question. No, we're, you know, I know nobody has the answer where the virus is going to come from. And you know what? <laughs> Only God knows. I hate to use that expression, but it's true. I mean, it's just uh, we'll never find the We'll never get, get to the bottom of that. Never. Um, right? I mean, I'd, and then once somebody does figure out if they are we going to believe that person are we going to believe the source heck no because we're living in a world right now where nobody believes oh where'd you get that what source you know i'm with you maria 100 percent. i mean i want answers too but any answer we get it's not good enough for anyone that that's the world we live in now and it stinks it really does it does but i'm i'm in my own comfort zone and i'm good but i just worry outside my boundary with all those people hurting and oh yeah what's going on it's and awful. um you know i i pray i pray a lot and that's I, important i don't know you, if it's going to turn around or whatever but um you nailed it with the praying that's what you got to do I, I just wanted to say i think um i don't know all i guess all i got to say is uh apocalypse I'm thinking um, live day by day because I don't know what's going to happen to tomorrow. I pray for it and pray for the innocent people um, that just want to work hard, Mm -hmm. get by, and survive. That's right. That's all you can do. That's all you can do because... You know, it's weird. We just how times have changed. How we just live in a in a society where, you know, not only are we so divided, but you, you can't you can't believe anything anybody says. 
Oh, where'd you get that? You could. That's why I give up on arguments. I won't argue anymore because you know what? It's a waste of energy. And I'm talking about any kind of debate, it's even sports debates. All right, sports debates are a little more. I mean, because you can't, you know, sports. It's not like it's. But when it comes to politics, any of that, I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm sorry. I'll respect and I'll listen to your opinion. I'm not wasting my time. You know, I'll, I'm. I will. You know, I'll be the best listener I can be. Um, we're all going to have our own opinion, and that's that's the world we live in now. I am not debating. I'm not. Well, what good is that going to do, especially in social media? I, I, you know, people still do this. Why? And I have friends that do it, and I sit there going, "Why waste your time? Why? You're just wasting negative energy. You're you're wasting energy on negative energy. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's it's just. I agree with go, you. Go out um, and read a book. See, go, I agree with you to stay healthy. Yeah. And um, you take it all in. This is what's fed to you, whether it's on the radio or TV and things like yeah, that. It, I, I just if feel you think, so much for human beings, period. Right. And, 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 I'm not, and when, um, I, when I, I say... I don't know where this world is going to. Um, I'm going to pray each day, but it's not looking good. Yeah, I That's mean... how I feel. When I see... I when I, and people love to express their opinion on social media, and you know what? That Hey, that's fine. You know, it, it's... Uh, what do they call that? The uh, freedom of speech. But I'm telling you right now, if they think their opinion on social media is going to change the world, you got something else coming. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. Just, you know, go out and read a book. Have a cup of coffee. Go learn something. Don't waste your time. Don't, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, don't waste Teach your time. Learn. Open up your mind. I mean, don't waste your time. People, you know, there's people, tons of people out there these days that are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever, looking to troll, looking to, they got nothing better to do with their life. Hey, I was one of those sports idiots back in the day. I used to love to troll sport. Now it's just like, God, what was I doing back then? It's just like, give me a break. It's like you open, go out and open up your mind to something else. You know, exactly. there's too much negativity. You know, I think I touch your nerve. No, a no, bit, you, you, but that's, that's <laughs> no. Uh, what most people are feeling. I think uh, they don't call in, they don't vote or whatever to speak up because. Uh, you know, you're struggling with evil out there. Yeah, it's just okay. like, you know, why waste your energy on negative energy? Why? Why? You know, it's just like go out and just open up your mind and, and, and just get away from it. I, I don't watch the news anymore. Yes, we take CBS News here. I listen to it. But again, it's like, it, it, you know, and, and uh, journalism is just so different these days. I talked about this a couple weeks ago. You know, um, you take it with a grain of salt. It's like, okay, all right. You know, because, uh, you know, evening news ratings got to be really, uh, they got to be down big time. Nobody's, I don't think anybody's really watching the news anymore because there's, no, you know. No, I think people are frustrated, yeah. disgusted, and um, there's a tone that was set from the top, and this is where we're at, and um, I don't know. I don't know. We've got, yeah. what, two and a half more years, and who knows what's going to happen tomorrow, but it's. Oh my God! It's entertainment to me. Sad entertainment, I think. So, uh, okay, uh, Keith, be good, <laughs> be healthy, and it's, you have a lot of energy, and you know how to spend oh, it. Oh, so. well, it's, it's always good to hear your voice. I hope you have a great weekend. You too. Right. Bye bye. Bye, Maria. Eight six zero eight eight nine fifty two fifty two. Wow, we only got like a half hour left here. It's uh, one thirty one. W I C H. Hello. Okay. Hey, who's this? Larry. Oh, Larry. I didn't recognize you there. What's up, Larry? Yeah, how'd you like that call the other night by the umpire? 
Oh my God! Can I tell you? I'll tell you exactly how I, I took that. Ready for this? I stood up in my living room to get ready to go to the kitchen. I'm, I'm holding a dish or something, and I go, "Okay, let's see. Base is loaded. They got to do something here." And then, right when, right when it went low and outside, I almost did what Plowecki did, except I had a dish in my hand. You know, he whipped his helmet down. I almost whipped the dish down on my floor. I'm like, "What? Are you kidding me?" And then Cora was right on cue. I'm, I'm so glad. I, you know, Cora. Now he's been ejected what, a couple times this year, but he was. This is how great. I know you're not a big fan of Cora. I, I kind of am. He was right out there defending his player. He got tossed, and uh, you know, Plowecki obviously that's the got. Second to, time in a week he got tossed. I know. That's right. Good point. And I'm telling you right now, <laughs> if it wasn't for that call, they probably would have won that game because they had a little momentum going from that first game when he back when Cora shaved his beard and they had the nine four win and all that. But yeah. what a horrendous call! Come on. And then the ump the next day the other umps are backing up. I mean, I. I guess they have to back up their fellow umpires, but come on, what? A, and I'm uh, not usually. He's going to get a few points against him when they uh, do yeah, the replay. You and know, I, and for, I, uh, look, Larry, uh, I'm not points against him all the time. For that. No, I want to ask you a question because I don't know the answer to this, and maybe you do. When you get thrown out of a game, whether a player or the manager, do you do you get fined? Um. I, that's a good question. Well, first of all, I want to say this. I usually don't bark about umpires' calls. I think move on. But this was a call that was just absolutely ridiculous. To answer your question. Uh, if he makes a comment, I think uh, in the post game, if he's something uh, that uh, that that's like really blasting the umps, yeah, then he gets fined. But for being tossed like the other night, no, yeah, he he won't get fined for that. Mm. Yeah, but uh, he had every right, every right. That was just that was a bases loaded walk right there. It should have been four three Red Sox. Wait, did Atlanta tie it at that point? It was three three, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah, so, it was uh, tied up with yeah. the bases loaded oh, with two outs. Come on. And, and a three and, three and two count. That was uh, terrible. The ridiculous. ball was almost in the dirt. You'll never hear me bark about, you know, close calls on it, but that was that was obvious. It was almost in the damn dirt. Now, I will say that I told the, the other Larry this earlier. I don't know if you heard me. This is the only, and pro- well, the hitting has been an issue, but this is the major issue with the Boston Red Sox of 2022 right now. And it's I, I don't know what they're thinking. Put Garrett Whitlock as the closer. Make him the yeah, closer. Yeah. I said the same thing to somebody just the uh, other day. Whitlock's got to go back into the. Uh, not just he's got to get out of the starting rotation. But put him in. Put him as the closer, not just high leverage innings and late in the game. That's fine. But you yeah. got to make him the closer. The Red Sox have ten blown saves this year. Ten. Yeah. It's come on. It's ridiculous. Now let's get now let's get to the political stuff for a minute, and then I'll <laughs> let you go. I watch the news a lot, and uh, I, I got to know what's going on in, in our country. Uh, in our state, in our city, I, I like to know what's what's taking place. But anyways, uh, after what's going on with our people, with with everybody struggling with food and gas and everything else, and and you know what they did in Congress today? You know what they did? What uh, the, the members of the staff in Congress? They took out a membership, a membership to Peloton for four hundred and eighty thousand dollars to the taxpayers of this country. It was like in your face to the people of this country that are suffering right now to do something like that at this time. They took out a membership to Peloton. Unbelievable. I, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't surprise me, though. There's just so much... There's so many stupid knee-jerk reactions these days. It's just... it's it's it's. And how about the, the what some of the other callers are talking... Are you getting out of your car there? What are you doing? What was that? You getting out of your car there, or what's going on? Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I was in my driveway. I was ah, getting out. Right, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, just how about the <laughs> the ridiculous story of the baby formula shortage? What's going on at the border well, there? Uh, it, you know, you know what really pissed me off about that is they is um, 
uh, they got to put a picture on on the news showing pallets of baby formula down at the uh, 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 on the southern border for the illegal immigrant mothers and their babies. Screw America, right? Screw the mothers here in the United States. We'll take care of the illegal immigrants. Yeah, and this I is tell the you, way look, Biden is. And, and this is heart, what he does to our country. Well, my, heart, look, my heart goes this out to... what it is with him and his administration. Look, America my, lasts. My heart is in, uh, you know, my heart goes out to those illegal immigrants, and that's great. But, you know, look, and I'm not just saying, I'm not saying they shouldn't get it, those uh, illegal immigrant, immigrants. That I'm not saying that. But, but damn it, I mean, come on. Stop making America second. Come on. America's not second. America is last. <laughs> yeah. China's before us. Every Everybody is before us. All the, You know, we got people coming in here from 150 different countries. We got murderers coming in here. Does he care that we, we lost 107,000 people to fentanyl last year that came in from uh, from the southern border that killed our children? Huh? He, he doesn't he doesn't give a damn about this stuff. Okay? He, he just he doesn't care. This guy doesn't care about anything that's yeah. going on in this country. Nothing. He's put the, you know, if Donald Trump was president right now, you know what he would have done like he did with the FDA when, when, when he got the vaccine so fast? He told the FDA, no red tape. I want you to get a vaccine as fast as possible. I don't care how you do it. He would have done the same thing with this baby formula. Yeah. He would have been on the phone with FDA and said, you get Abbott from Michigan back online and get him to make that baby formula as fast. And this would have been done back in February when the plant was closed. Yeah, just, okay, for just, their inspections. It just seems like certain presidents act faster than others, right? <laughs> this guy just doesn't care. He hasn't got a clue on what's going he's on. He's unaware. He doesn't. <clears throat> yeah, it's just... But, I, but this, this really... And then he's got to go on TV, and he starts calling the former president the MAGA king. And he's make and he, you know what he called what the MAGA, what MAGA Republicans. Uh, he said the MAGA Republicans are the most extremist group in the United States in recent history. The MAGA Republicans... Yeah, that, yeah. There you go. Everyone, you know. This is this, this is what, what, what you know. What are we like pointing fingers? You're, you're the president. Stop pointing fingers and set an example. Come on. Yeah, he hasn't took the blame for it. You know what he? T- you know what? He, oh, we'll never be. Blame, we'll never first be. Blame the, the, the first. He blamed the um, the pandemic for everything that's going on in our country. Then he blamed uh, uh, Putin. Then he well, blamed. Larry, he, he just he blamed everything Larry, he could blame for, and he's just running well, out of people now. I hear he what you're. He, I hear what you're saying, Larry. But I will say this: any president never takes any. I shouldn't say any. Well, pretty much any president is is not that great at taking accountability. I mean, that's just the way it is. They want want they want to be, you know. It's all about what happened on on my on 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 on, on my watch, you know. And uh, <laughs> Biden's watch isn't looking that great right now. Uh, you know, I mean, Trump had his issues, but you never really get well, a... Trump, Trump had his issues not with policy. Right, Trump right, right. Trump did a right. job I, yeah. on policy for the United States. He did a good job. It, Trump had problems with his mouth. Yes, and I will say that. You hear me say, look, <clears throat> I agree with a lot of the stuff you're saying, but how I'm going to kill Trump is that you've heard me say this before. Put down the phone. Put down the phone. I mean, you, that's, that's one of his biggest faults there. You know, just don't yeah. stop arguing. And don't don't retaliate. Just you know, shut up and do your job. Yeah, that that bugged uh, the hell out of you. Wise, I mean, everything. I'm going to tell you the truth. This is the truth. This is not true. If Trump wasn't president at the time the pandemic broke out, do you really think that we'd have a vaccine today under the Biden administration? Ugh. No, 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 no. Because he's got so much red tape and so much, so many rules and regulations and so many everything under the FDA and under his administration that nothing would get done. Okay, it would take ten to twelve years for a vaccine to come out under his administration. 
Yeah, and how many vaccines are we going to have? Look, I'm not anti-vax. I've gotten, I've, I live with a type 1 diabetic. You know, I got my, my shots. I got my booster. I'm not going to get a fourth right now. And you know what? There are a lot of doctors. I've talked to a lot of people that doctors are saying, hold off on that. And you know, yeah, my, my doctor told me the same thing to hold, hold off on it. Yeah, and I will tell you this right course. now. Now, God forbid if, if we, when, when the colder months come, you know, in fall and winter return, if, if the numbers start to ridiculously skyrocket, and, 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 and then doctors kind of change their tune about, it, okay, maybe I will. I'm not running right. I'm, I'm not running right out to get another booster in my arm. Absolutely not. I'm not. Yeah. So yeah. That's okay, what. listen. I'll let you go. You have a very nice weekend, Keith. Hey, you too, Larry. And can we get a freaking win tonight for the Red Sox? I mean, come on. Take yeah, us. I'm going to watch the game, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> well, don't forget, you're going to watch the Celtics, too? You're not a basketball fan, right? No, I'm not a basketball. Just football and baseball. All right. All right, have a good weekend, Larry. Okay, I'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, bye-bye. Oh, big sports weekend. I can't wait. <clears throat> Excuse me. 140, 20 before 2. We're almost to the weekend. Oh, man, you got Celtics game 6 tonight. They should be wrapping up the series. Kind of bummed out. There's no... Not to live in the past, but... Well, it's only like two nights ago. They had a 14-point lead with 10 minutes to go on their home floor. And the Celtics team we saw from January to late March would have never blown a lead like that. They just got a little conservative, and uh, and they let it get away. And for the love of God, the play that still haunts me from that game, five, the other night, was the Bobby Portis put back there with, what, 10 seconds to go off a free throw. Celtics have the lead. Just box out. That's what they teach you in junior high. Box out. Grab the rebound. And we're talking about a 3-2 Celtics lead going back to Milwaukee. This is why I think the Celtics will win tonight. Because they're not they're not a dumb team. I think they bounce back. I think I, I, I pray to God Tatum just goes off tonight. Jason Tatum, that is. They tie that series. Go back to Boston Sunday afternoon. And advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. I, look, the Milwaukee Bucks, the defending champs, are a great team. Giannis is unbelievable. I mean, I just you can't stop Giannis. He's going to get his thirty plus points. But you can shut down Drew Holiday, Bobby Portis. There's no Chris Middleton. You know, he should be. I mean, that they've used that for the the Celtics have definitely benefited from that. But you know, as good as Milwaukee is, I think the Celtics are the better team. Yeah, they ticked me. That's why they, they ticked me off the other night. They blew that big lead, which hasn't happened. You know, the Celtics. Let's face it, until the other night, really haven't had a really bad loss. They've had some clunkers where you go, oh, geez, they could have been better there. Um, game three, they should have probably won. So th- this series could have been over by now. So, I, I, you know, I think they bounce back. They play a clean game. Um, hopefully nobody gets in foul trouble. So you got Celtics tonight, game six. Bruins game seven tomorrow, which is a four thirty. Danny, Danny, and I talked about this earlier. Danny, the big Bruins fan, it is a weird four thirty start time tomorrow. I have a charity event to go into, and I'll be able to watch maybe the probably the first period, and then I'll be checking in on my phone throughout the evening if I can. So yeah, kind of a weird time, but they're doing that because it's hockey night in Canada, and there's Tampa Bay, Toronto, <clears throat> excuse me, which is a little more popular up there than Boston, Carolina. So. Hopefully the Bruins can get it done, and they'll advance to to play either the Rangers or the Penguins. And then baseball. How hot are the Yankees? I'll get into baseball in just a few. Let's go back to the phones here. 860-889-5252. WICH. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Great. Um, I'm not going to talk as long as Marvin did this morning. 
but um, when Larry was talking, he was talking about the blame game mm-hmm. that Biden does. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to do the blame game. Um, they knew in February that there was a problem with with the factories that produce the um, the formula for the babies. How did you and know? How do you know this? What's nothing? So- nothing still been done. Okay. How do you know? To get I, them no, back online. Excuse me. Wait. How do you know this? Where have you heard this? I've heard this on several news on several news channels. You think that's correct? You, I'm, I'm not. I'm not judging you, but you think that's a thing. We're, we don't have credible sources these days. I'm not doubting your what you've heard. But I'm just saying that's that's where we live these days. We don't know what to believe. I'm not saying your information is incorrect. Maybe it is correct, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, anyway, you know, and then and then I'm going to blame him for for having the pallets of baby formula to be given to the illegals while the U.S. citizens are desperately looking for it and driving way out of their way to go get it um, if it's even available to them within within a driving distance. Um, I'm sorry. What did these people who are immigrating, what did they do when they were walking across Mexico or or all of the other countries, they survived. The babies survived, so let them survive like they did there, and give these, you know, give this formula to our citizens yeah. who are desperately looking for it. Absolutely. I mean, look, I'm all about helping other people, but I, you know, the American people need it just as bad. You know, right? I, you know, America yeah. first. That's right. Yeah, and I look. I'm all about helping other people. <laughs> but you got to. No, no, yeah. I, I agree. But but you know, there are laws in effect that they're not supposed to be coming over the border. Yeah. The border is supposed to be closed, and we we allow people in that um, apply to become citizens mm-hmm. that apply to right. come here. Right. And that's fine. I have absolutely no problem legal, with that. Legal legal citizens. Yet, yep. The amount of people, one small town gets a thousand immigrants a day. That's 30,000 a month. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's the size of Norwich. Yeah. You know what? I guess Norwich is probably a little over 30. But I mean, that's basically, it's like doubling the population of Norwich yep. in one month times 12. That's a lot of people. And there's still. Um, flying them across the country. Somebody saw them come off the plane in New York several days ago um, and was taking pictures of it and then almost got arrested because he was taking pictures of it, but saw them walking off the plane, you know, with single people. It was family. There were some families. But what are we doing? We need to stop it. And as Biden points one finger at Putin or Trump or the super magas or whatever he whatever he chooses to do today, for pointing back at him, mm-hmm. you know, um, yep. I'm I am so sick 
And that's and that's that that that's the problem with this country is like these these people in office just keep pointing fingers. How about how about shutting up and, and doing the right thing? You know, stop. Right. Look, I, all presidents. It's, it's just like a. But it's, you're right. Over the past few years, the blame game has has gotten louder, and I think the American people are extremely tired of it. It's stupid, and it's right. a. You're setting a terrible example. What kind of leadership is that? There is no leadership. I don't know who's running the. I mean, he's. Based on what I've seen, you know, different different speeches he's done or, you know, read them, watched them, he's not leading the country. I don't know who is, but he, it's not him. You know, he's, I mean, he has to be directed by his wife. To, I mean, it's, it's insanity. Yeah. But, you know, the blame game. I'm sick of the blame game. You know, and, and you have people, let me just get into abortion real quick. That that bill that um, Schumer's trying to push through, yeah. Roe versus Wade allowed b- abortion up to fifteen weeks. I want everyone to remember that fifteen weeks. the The bill that he pushed through was allowing abortion up until the baby's born. Oh my God! Late term yeah. abortion, yeah, including infanticide, where people have been put in prison for killing their their they're newborns and now they're like well you can go get an abortion when when the baby's born you know just let the baby die it's it's, it's extremely sad ridiculous. it's it's nauseating i don't believe in abortion even up to 15 weeks but don't forget that that that's what they're pushing and i think that most of america maybe maybe most of them approve of abortion i don't know i certainly don't but i am sure that most of the people in the U.S. do not believe in an abortion when a baby is viable yeah. at the last month or when the baby is, has been born and then you allow it to die. It's very sad. Because it, 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 it's reached its 40 weeks and it, it's born and it dies. Yeah. You know, I mean, at that point, number one, you could give it up for adoption. Yeah. But I, I just, I don't understand. The whole The whole thing is going crazy. And we have people that are not taking responsibility. And yes, he should have pushed through whatever he needed to do to get that factory open sooner. Because it said, what I've heard is that it's going to take two weeks to get open and six to eight weeks before that formula is in the stores. Meanwhile, we've got pallets and pallets and pallets of it down at the border for the illegals. I'm it sorry. Ma- it makes zero sense. Zero it makes, sense. It's, it angers me. Anyway, have a great weekend, and I'm going to get off now. So good I call. Talk as long as I'm good yeah, good call. Stay, stay positive. Thank you for the call. 10 before 2, WICH. It's Keith C. for Stu. More after this. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. Hi, this is Nick Kaplinson of Dime Bank. Dime Bank has something to perk you up as we head outdoors again. With a Dime Perks account, you can access special benefits and discounts from local and national merchants that will keep you entertained as you manage your money. From supplies to help you build your garden to seeing your favorite band in concert, Dime can help. To begin enjoying your perks today, visit dime-bank.com. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. 
It's a great time to catch up or get ahead of the game. Hi, this is Allison Hennigan from Generations Family Health Center. Now is the time to get your child caught up on any missed exams, vaccinations, or camp and sports physicals. These may have been put off with the pandemic, but Generations is here to help you and your child now. Did you know that a wellness visit for your child is not just a physical exam? It's also an opportunity to screen for developmental delays, mental health or nutrition concerns, family medical history, and so much more. It's also a great time to get your child caught up on their vaccinations. And as always, staff at Generations can help you access the resources you need to ensure that your child has a healthy and happy summer. Learn more at genhealth.org or call our Norwich office at 860-885-1308 to schedule your child's appointment. New patients are always welcome. Generations Family Health Center, Willimantic, Putnam, Norwich, Danielson. One call, one mission. Accessible health care for all ages. All right, eight before two, one fifth. 52 WICH. It's Keith C. Rice for a few more minutes. Take another call. And this will probably be our final calls. I don't want to, you know, cut anyone short here. So we'll probably make this our final call. WICH. Oh, hi. Hey, I had a question. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Uh, I'm thinking about all the possible life on all the planets and Earth and all the countries. And it seems like it comes down to. Um, Everybody, if they have the same religion, they get along, but it might be wrong or right. But if they have all different religions, they're all going to fight. So um, I was wondering what you and your audience think about that. That's a wonder. What's the question again? Basically, if everybody has the same religion and all goes along with it, it seems like it'd be good, but it could be wrong. And everybody'd go along with wrong, but if... Um, there were all different religions, and one was right, then uh, unless it's the majority, everybody else has it wrong. So I just wondered what people think about that. Well, I can't speak for other people, but I'm open to any religion. Yeah, I'm Catholic. I'm afraid. To, I'm not afraid to say I'm Catholic, but I don't oppose any other religion. You, you, do, you do you, I do me. Yeah, and how about, how about families, like when they say, I'm not talking about Catholic only, but like if you're Greek... You have to be Greek Orthodox, um, Russian, Russian Orthodox, and that's what you are. So I think the freest thing is, like, at least when the Protestants said, you get baptized when you have the um, time of when you have knowledge of your best, then you get baptized, not as a baby. I'm not preaching anything. I'm just relating all the stuff I see and hear. Yeah. Um, you are what you are. I mean, I, 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 I'm open to any religion, any race, I'm friends with everyone. I have love to hear other people's opinion. I don't. I'm not opinionated, and I, I will never tell anybody they're wrong or what they believe in. That's that's no, none of my business. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the thing is, um, we we don't want to think if it's our business. Then how about if there's something diabolically wrong with another religion? Then is it our business, or just because we have the clause of separate um, religion and state, we have to follow that? These are big questions, so I don't expect to yeah. answer them all now. Yeah, I don't want to get too deep with it now. Uh, yeah. Want to talk about baseball? <laughs> oh, well, I don't play sports other than hiking mountains, and now that they have the ticks, you know, with the Lyme disease, I hike a well-hiked mountain. So oh, you're a hiker, have, huh? have all that stuff brushing against my ankles to get a tick. <laughs> So anyway, yeah, I like uh, I, I like sports. People talk about sports, but I like sports that I can precipitate in physically. 
There you go. Yeah, I'm, I, I wish don't I understand. You think if there was never betting or wagers on sports, the, the major sports world respects spectator sports should be as popular as it is? That's a great question. I it's weird. I've been I've been a sports fan since geez, like my childhood, and um, it's so weird that you bring up sports betting because it is so hot right now and i'd say it was around christmas eh, somewhere like november december the holidays i started to kind of like you know get my feet wet and just kind of you know look into it and now it's just i'm not like a major degenerate gambler or anything i mean i do like five ten fifteen dollar bets and and it's just for fun you know it's like a casual hobby because i follow the, i follow the major sports and yeah i think it's a great question i think that definitely has uh uh has created more of a fan interest. Like fans that were casual fans have probably, uh, not only along with betting, have probably, uh, you know, have increased their, uh, uh, increased the games they watch now. So yeah, I think sports betting is definitely taking sports to another level. If that answers your question. Yeah, and, and also I was thinking that uh, um, if people, uh, you know, just were thinking on their own, but I think uh, on the other hand, I think sports is good. Because it takes the attention off of all these doomsday things, yes. like all the stuff they're talking about these days. Yes, and I'm and not trying. Yeah. Not just these days. You know, they always talk Exa- about it. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's a great point. And I'm not trying to deflect any of the hot issues. I'll get. Look, there's one thing. I'm not going to get into the whole abortion thing. Uh, that's we we kind of touched on that a little. I won't. Even, I'm just not going to go down that road. Uh, but that's yeah, a great point. In fact, you know, I I, 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 follow, I try and follow, stay up on the hot topics of today, uh, non-sports topics. But, yeah, look, you know, I'm looking forward to a few hours from now when I can sit down and watch my Celtics play at 730. And you're right, sports is that outlet, you know? To, yeah, to get, yeah, yeah, and I don't watch spectator sports, but I can understand it. I like it for that reason. And last thing is, um, I used to live in New Hampshire 30 years ago, and there was a small store in Wentworth, New Hampshire, called Shawnee's. Mm-hmm. And Izzy, and I forget her husband's name, but her her um, brother-in-law was uh, Larry Bird's doctor. Really? Yeah, so that was their notoriety in the little town of Wentworth. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's so weird because uh, another caller brought up Larry Bird earlier today. And I'm telling you right now, as a sports fan, look, I've been a lot of musical celebrities because I've, you know, I've been a DJ pretty much my whole career in radio. But, and I've been a lot of, I've met Will Smith and, and, you know, Pink and other big name artists. I think when it comes to sports, there's like, there's like two major athletes that I would be starstruck where, look, I'm on the radio. I, I, you know, I can't shut up sometimes. I would probably have, I wouldn't know what to say if Larry Bird or Tom Brady, those two guys walked into the room right now, I'd be like, Oh my God! <laughs> like, I literally would get my mind. I wouldn't know what to say. You know, it's just yeah, like yeah. You know, we always think we do something when we hear it or, or think what we're going to do, but we never really do. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> and it's I, interesting. I, I, anyway, uh, it's very great hearing you. And uh, thank thanks you a lot. Thanks. I appreciate the call. I'll be back here next Friday. Okay, I'll be wondering next Friday. <laughs> I love the wonder. All right, thanks a lot. That's right, the wonder. I forgot. It's the wonder. I'm still. I forgot about him for a second. I apologize, wonder. Yeah, he's got some. He's got definitely got some random. Uh, he's got some wan- random wondering thoughts. That's why I. That's why they call him the wonder. All right, so we got a couple minutes left. I'm sorry, I can't get to another call right now. But you know, yeah, it's funny. Um, there, I, I don't really get starstruck anymore because I, you know, I, I've met my fair share of celebrities. But if Larry Bird or Tom Brady walked through that door right now, <laughs> I, I for a good like few minutes, I'd be like, what? I, I wouldn't know what to say. You know, those Bird was my idol growing up, and Brady. Let's face it, come on, he, he gave me 
20 years of glory in, in the New England sports scene. So uh, I, I will say this, though. He's kind of annoying me on social media these days. I'm not trying to knock him, but ugh. I miss the Tom Brady days where he just would shut up and play football. And he did that for you know 20, 20 years in New England where he didn't hear a peep. And then all of a sudden, towards the end of his Patriots career, he started popping up on Twitter and Instagram. And now he's, ugh, can't get away from him. I still love TB12, but anyway, um, major sports weekend. Oh, oh, yeah, real quick baseball thing. The Yankees are just, it kills me to say that they're on fire right now. And they're playing a very good White Sox team in Chicago. They won 15-7 to last night. Mets are rolling. Uh, they beat Washington 4-1. to So the Yankees and Mets both on top of the baseball world right now, unlike the Red Sox, who need to find, well, a lot of things, especially their offense. And for the love of God, put Garrett Whitlock as your closer. Get him out of the starting rotation. Hopefully this time next week, Sox have kind of turned it around and maybe Whitlock will be the closer and life will be good. So Red Sox, Yankees, Mets, Celtics tonight, Bruins tomorrow. A lot of sports. Enjoy it. Whatever you're doing, be safe. Thank you so much for listening. Back at you next Friday on Personality Radio 1310 WICH Norwich 94.5 W233 DB Norwich. Jimmy Fallon coming up after.